You're now listening to Sound Talent Media. Check out more shows at SoundTalentMedia.com. going on here today this is axe to grind uh my heel turn did you oh you want the heel turn you want the heel turn okay uh this is axe to grind the motherfucking podcast of your nightmares that shit that you fear that shit that you can never aspire to be the shit that you spend all your time trying to imitate trying to replicate but you just can't fucking touch you're all canceled you're all fucking canceled you're in our fucking you're walking in our snow footsteps you know, except you're stalking you, us, but you can't ever catch us. Except you, Haley. You're good. Oh, no. Haley's, Haley's canceled, too. Next time so, you want a vegan-sized pizza, I got you. So, I'm Patrick. I'm Bob. I'm Hollywood Tom Hogan. Oh, you're Hollywood today? You know what? I don't know if Hollywood he's mad racist. No, no. Hollywood Tom isn't Hollywood Hogan. Hollywood Tom is... It's your own... Okay, it's based on racist. How about you can be... How about Razor Ramon? Junkyard Tom. Junkyard Tom. Razor Ramon, white guy playing a Cuban. Also, <laughs> yeah, that's right. being honest. <laughs> All right, so let's go. Uh, I don't know. There's plenty of white Cubans. Like they turned on somebody. You know. Booker T. Booker Tom. That's true. I could be Booker T. The Brooklyn Brawler. He's a jobber. DDT. But he was around for 100 years. Diamond sure. Dallas Tom. I like <laughs> that's that. That's pretty good. He does yoga. That's pretty good. Yes, he does. I From Point Jack. Pleasant. Mm. Is he? Yeah, he is. I saw Jake Snake Roberts at Gold Towns. No shit. Like, I, it, it was dark. A I thought of you. Life. Mm. It was very much like something that you would have watched. My buddy got me a ticket. I didn't really want to go. It was like yeah. a Friday in Gold Towns, not really near anything. Yep. Not far from the, here, though. No, but this isn't really near anything. No. There I want to be at it either. Um, it was where that the regular King Nine show was. Yeah. Great so show. it was like him coming out and like, it, like, he literally like I held the door. I hear I hear like thanks, son or whatever. And was, oh shit! But he came in and he does like this whole like I was an addict. I was this like I was suicidal. If like anyone, apparently it's all a fucking dog and pony show. And it's all bullshit. Okay, but he goes up. And I mean, I'm sure like, he had his problems. Oh no no no! That was 100. percent But he was like, if anyone's struggling, find me after the show and let's talk. But right. apparently after the show, he's like, fuck off, don't bother me. Yeah. <laughs> I'm, I'm a little busy here. Oh, you're, you're struggling. And he was like, yeah. So he talked for like an hour and a half, and it was like dark. Yeah, like really. Dark. He went through so, a lot of shit. Yeah, I mean, sometimes, like, you know, him, like, forgetting, being fucked up and, like, forgetting Snake in the car. And yeah. Snake freezing to death. Yeah. Oh, poor Snake. I don't like that stuff. No, he was a product of um, sexual assault. Yeah, yeah, yeah. His story is actually, I remember really this, his child story is super dark, yeah. Right. His father was a wrestler. Yeah. And, like, sexual assault is my, it's, like, all fucking terrible. Yeah. Very dark. Sponsor time? Sponsor time. Ooh, excellent. <laughs> excellent. Wild style. What do we got? Who, who, who do we want to give the love Let's to today? Let's spin the wheel. We have landed on Deathwish Incorporated. Oh, Death one, of my favorite, one of my favorite all time. That made me, the way you said that made me think of like Terminator 2. Yeah. That's what I was going for. Thank you. How cool was the scene where he's in the? And this is not a. This is not an easy place to shoot cool shit. 
the service the hallway at the Galleria. mall. Yeah. <laughs> the ser- so perfect. The service hallway of a mall is the most boring place in a, in the world. Would you think about it and go, oh, okay. Like, I think they shot it out on location. Mm-hmm. Maybe. Maybe. But if they didn't, recreating the service hallway of a mall, it's literally just sheetrock. Yes. So do that and break the walls easy. Yes. Great. But 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 boring visually, but they make that so fucking Dynamic. exciting. Some of the tones in the lighting in that. Yo, that's, we're speaking out of tone. This is Tom is colorblind, but oh. there's a lot of I mean, funny, I can tell. Blue tone, it's funny blue tones and darkness. I had enough of this, this ableist awesome. rhetoric over I here. I know. We got to watch ourselves. It's fucked up. Might get canceled. Mm. I'm going to lead the cancelization. Yeah. Cancelization, well, you, we have wronged you personally. Several times, actually, if we're being honest. <laughs> Him, in particularly, not Bob. Yeah, well, no, I mean, I only, Bob is I, more only pe- just, I only tread water on that color blindness, and I apologize. Yeah, I mean, I, I can see stuff. I have colorblind glasses over there. Yeah. My brother in law bought them for me because he thought he because he's like the sweetest dude alive, and he was uh, like, I got you these. They were like 150 bucks. Do they work? A little bit. Okay. Yeah. They're like kind of. Like those amber, you know, yeah. not amber alert. The so amber, wait, like, so tell me what's up with energy. those amber shits. Because like you're supposed to wear them if you're using a computer late at night, right? Because you're not supposed to get, be getting that blue light. Right. Mm, like yeah. my glasses have a blue tint. These that I currently oh, have. Wow. For, Is that, they're meant for like, because I sit in front of a computer a lot at work. Oh, <laughs> Work. It's like you go to an office. <laughs> um, usually between hours nine to five. I know it's far. <laughs> I'll never know. <laughs> oh, I can't wait. You can't wait for me to die in poverty. <laughs> well, no, that or like you're like, oh, cool, I have a cubicle now. Oh, can't wait you know until you have a state job in Rhode Island. Some uh, did I tell you one of our somebody reached out mm-hmm. and offered me a job. A listener, uh, and I said, "Yo, what?" Well, they said, "Hey, could you think you could ever work in an office?" And I responded with, "Nope." And they said, "Oh, because I there's an opening at my spot. I was going to offer you this position." And I was like, "How incredibly kind, kind of, of that, I, that person!" I was like, "Very kind, but." What kind of job? A cool job? I didn't even bother asking because if it's in an office, I what a dismissive start. asshole! Yeah, pass that along. Come on, man, stop being so greedy. <laughs> All right, let's get back to Death Wish Incorporated. Yes. Oh my God, Patrick! I got a Death Wish for Patrick. I want to put a <laughs> fucking fatwa on him. What a dick! <laughs> Thank you, whoever that was, was incredibly kind of you. I'm not mad at that person. I'm just saying, like, for myself, you couldn't have like heard the person. I'm like, let me look into it. Like, let me ask you a question. If I was, if I was saying, uh, hey. Uh, do you think you could ever shovel shit for 12 hours a day? And you said, I don't think so. And well, I you said, know what? If I was not shoveling anything, I'd be like, let me listen to it. <laughs> <laughs> Compelling point. You know what I mean? If Compelling I was like, point. well, I'm like up against it a little bit. I could use money because <laughs> everything that makes my life live, worth living or livable can't, needs money. Two yeah. years homeless on the streets. You've ended up, let's say you're in... Uh, Durango Niagara Falls No you're in Oh Jesus No you're in <laughs> Springfield Missouri Oh Jesus uh, You get a, You get this dude Emails you again Hey you, you Think you can do that You are checking At the library Yeah And you're <laughs> like Maybe Yes um, Police broke my phone Saskatoon Office job I've got one shoe Yes, you're you're you've been in it for years now. Yeah, yeah, yeah. This is a lifestyle. Saskatoon shit. office job will take care of your visa. Uh, I thirty four sh- grand a year to start. No, I I here's what no. I do. Here's what I do. <laughs> He's I, negotiating. Here's what I do. I spend the first half of the day begging, uh-huh. right, till I can get eight dollars. Yep. And and then you I have won't a bar- get eight bucks. And then I have a barber give me a mohawk, and then I respond, no fucking way. <laughs> Uh, so on brand, that's what Shank. Wow. Two people or multiple people with multiple jobs at Death Wish Inc. Yes. <laughs> Unlike Patrick. 
Here's my choice. For oh, it. remember, he's Mr. Job now. Remember? I'm Mr. Job. I got, got three, three jobs. jobs. Yeah, none of them. Well, yes. If you add $20 three times, it's, a, it's an income. 20, 20, 20. Not Shout out, uh, what's the dude who, LA rapper? 20, Nipsey 20, Hustle. 20? Nipsey. Nipsey Shout Hustle. Nipsey. Shout out Russell Westbrook for getting the 20, 20, 20. That's incredible. Mm. Y'all know what that is. Pat has no idea what no, we're yeah, I'm about. 20 points, 20 rebounds, 20 assists. I mean, I, I, That's pretty important. I, only I, other, I, only I, other person who did that, Will Chamberlain. I inferred. Like 40 but, years yeah. ago. Insane. Um, so my choice mm-hmm. for Death Wish, given that they're playing a certain concert, which I will call it a concert at this point. Okay. Mm-hmm. In beautiful, sunny, downtown, downtown Worcester, oh. Worcester mm. Massachusetts. Yeah. Guy. Yeah. I'm going for Shipwreck AD, Abyss. That would be my choice. Very good. Everyone start learning the lyrics again. Mm -hmm. JD and everyone is back. They're back one time, one time only. Boom, boom. Uh, There are people who fucking love that record. It's a great record. It's fallen off in recent years because there hasn't been any peep from them. So it's like normally you need some, like a little, little peep. Little Pete, you know, not, not the rapper. Beep, beep. You, you need a little. Uh, yo, what do you guys think? What do you guys think of Little Pump back. falling off so hard? It's, it's, I didn't uh, know it's he a was... question. It's a, I think this is the thinning of the herd of SoundCloud no, rap. I that think could be. But that was a big. It. That was a name. He was. He was right there. And don't get me wrong. He's still making. Wasn't money. he popular like six months ago? How do you know he fell off already? Because uh, his record came out, and now there's actual sales to attach to his name. Brand confusion. Record sales attached to things, and mm. people are seeing. Oh, this is. It's like so many music. Things that it's a bubble, and as soon as somebody actually looks in it, it pops. Yeah, I mean, I don't know. R.I.P. Pump, uh, still making hella more money than us. <laughs> uh, not dead, so R.I.P. <laughs> yeah. R.I.P. his career. Um, so, Shipwreck was for people that don't remember, not perhaps in the same rare air as a Have Heart, etc., but was. In a lot of conversations and was 100% a thing. So if you have not checked out that record, I urge you to. Yes. If you like, you could like anything from Have Heart to Rise and Fall and find a lot to like in that Shipwreck record. Absolutely. So you're going to go to deathwishinc.com, enter the promo code. Axe to grind. Spell that out. 10% off. Bing, bang, boom. Who else we got? Wow. Who we arrive on? Oh. Triple B. Triple B. You guys hear about Big Baller Brand? Mm. R-I-P. Really? Yes. Them and Pump? Both both no longer of this world. Oh, my God. Both N-O-T-W. What happened to Big Baller Brand? Well, it turns out that Lonzo Ball's business partner in mm. the venture was, um, what's it called when you're funneling money Embezzling. away? Embezzling mm. money. Uh, sending it abroad. Disappearing. <laughs> really? Couldn't, they had somebody doing some accounting going, I can't find $1.5 million. Where is it, guys? Uh, so, Which blows my mind that they sold $1.5 million of product because I don't know anyone. It was, it was $1.5 mil investment from Lonzo Ball, his Cash. Oh, cash, cash, cash. Did, ever tell did you that th- ever hit like with the streets? I don't think so. I don't think so. But did I ever tell you the time that I was Snoop Dogg? No. Okay, so what? I I was Slub Vegan Story Hour starts now. I was asked to write a piece for a trade magazine, uh, and I had to quote unquote interview Snoop Dogg. But his publicist hit me and said he doesn't got time. Just make some shit up. 
So <laughs> that is fucking wild. So I had to be Snoop Dogg in addition to interviewing Snoop Dogg. It came out, the trade magazine came out, but this is what made me think mm-hmm. of it with the big baller brand, is that then the partner, the finance guy, took the money and disappeared. So I just wanted to point out for people that don't understand, or maybe if you're young or, or, or uh, have never run your own business or whatever, uh, there are a million shady characters in this world that just like appear to disappear. And want to be in your pocket. Yes. So fuck with that. Um, yeah. Hypothetical, while he gets his triple B together. I'm running. I know you are. I'm if you are doing an interview with Snoop Dogg, but you have to pretend you're Snoop Dogg. Yes. Can you smoke weed as Snoop Dogg and, and still be straight edge? Yes. Oh, that's a compelling question. No, I've it never... sounds like it's straight from our mailbag. <laughs> <laughs> what if? This is non-core questions. Uh, you know what? I don't know. I, I'll put it to the straight edge council. I'll, I'll, uh, I'll write a, a letter to you know Santa. You know what? You know who else is on that? Mm. Andrew is also on that camp council. So Wow. <laughs> Though not being straight edge. Wow. He just got on the council. Okay, He's fuck councils. it. Triple Bay. Smoke weed every day. Oh, wow. Pretty good. <laughs> Thank you. Um, my choice. Mets are getting their asses handed to him. Let's by put the, the, can we mm. put the game on? I don't have that channel. Oh, my God. That sucks. All right. Um, I would go for the Ukulu 7-inch, the new one called Half-Life. Yes. Oh. Yes. Banger. Those who shred. I was going to say, Ukulu uh, committed to quality. Commit to quality. From all um, returns from our um, on-site correspondents across the country or across the eastern Seaboard. Yes. Mid-Atlantic. Certainly. Mid-Atlantic, all the way out mm-hmm. to Chicago. Chicago. Um, and from all the videos Go I've Bears. seen, they're kind of killing it. They just killing did that age, uh, abuse of power candy run, mm. and they're kind of murdering. Yo, I, wanna, I, wanna, I saw them in Brooklyn a few weeks ago now. They were awesome. And you want to know something? There's a New York City hardcore scene going on. There right is. Now. And it's like a new thing, a new wave. It's And they're... Not the only band, but they're one of the central things, and it's so cool. The show is at Gold Sounds. Yeah, I love and, that venue, and the shows are awesome there. So it'd be go dope there. if like more New York bands got booked on New York shows. Yeah, that they didn't have to book themselves. That'd that would, cool. that would. But be you know cool. what? It, I think I think it's teaching them to do it, and they're these young dudes are booking it and booking their own shows. And I know a guy, so a bunch of them. You, you know, know a guy, guy that runs the the door at Gold Sounds. Someone's like, you know, he's running the door. I'm like, yeah, because he put on a show. Mm. That's right. Because you know, shout outs. Mm. Yeah. D I Y. So. You go to Triple B Records. Take triplebrecords.limitedrun.com. Put the Akulu Half-Life 7-inch in your cart. Pick some other things out, too. Bulk yeah, this order uh, up. Make it Save on, yeah. yeah, yeah. sorry about that. Get some shipping. Can I add another one on there? Yeah, go for it. All right. Throw it in. Um, he's putting out The Fight. Ooh. I think he's L-I-H-T. got some limited version yes, of it. Yes, they have their first EP, a first LP called The Master Is Calling. Mm-hmm. He's got a limited version of that with new um, a new cover. Mm. So get that. Put that one into maybe a shirt, maybe something else. And who's the, in the fight? John Scanlon. John Scanlon, for, one of our earliest guests. Yes. Mm-hmm. Go back and listen to that episode. Some people missed it. Uh, <laughs> you enter the promo code. Axe to grind. And you should. Spoon up. And how much do you save? 10% off. Wow. We're like do twins it. right now. We really are one to twins activate. I, so I was talking to a twin the other day, and twins. I and I was uh, identical twins, and I was asking her because one of them had gotten some surgery and everything, and mm-hmm. I was like, "Is there like any- augmentation?" Yeah, and I was like, <laughs> "What did I know it was gonna be?" Was like, it wasn't like I had to get something removed. I was like, "Is there any sort of? Do you feel we- it?" I was like, "Is there any sort of weird twin thing?" 
to changing your look. Yeah, right. Like and a betrayal. Like, yeah, is there anything that I wouldn't understand? And she, and she was like, 100% yes. Like, yeah. that Wild. is that is a thing. You know yeah, what I mean? Like, I, but meanwhile... Are there any psychic connections? I don't. I didn't ask her that. Were you friends with twins? Did either of you have twins? I didn't know any friends? twins no. growing up. Uh, oh, no, I did in college. When mm. I was in elementary school, two of my best friends were twins. And so it was odd. Sometimes I'd go over and we'd all hang out. And sometimes it'd be like, oh... Uh, we'll call it. We'll say it was John and Jim. John, well, Andrew and Anthony. Anthony and their sisters were uh, Anna and Anne Marie, I believe. Well, on brand, <laughs> amazing. Uh, Anthony would two, call me like, "Yo, do you want to come? You want to come hang out? You want to come over? So sleep over? Cool." And it was sort of like, "Oh, I'm supposed to hang out more with him." Yeah, I'm there. it was very odd. It that was cool. Odd. Great guys. Mm. The last no, 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 not the last time. Drank box wine in their uh, kitchen in those smuckers. Yeah, you're all bad boys. So bad boy. Fifth grade. Tomax and Zama were leading you right down down the wrong path right there. (laughs) You're right to Shangri-La right now. Yo, let's uh, let's get into this episode. So we're going (laughs) to do a rambler. We're we're on one. We were talking heavy before this. Yeah, we were. So we're getting heavy about the moment. Everybody's canceled. Cancel this. Cancel that. Cancel Stalin. You know, what I mean, cancel. Uh, so we talked. Yeah. About, we feel like that's over. It's coming close. Yeah, it might be over. But like, we don't want the pendulum to swing back the other way. No, I don't need. So any Molly, all y'all I don't need any Molly who cleaned shit, really. up your 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 language. That's cool. You know, all y'all who are respecting people's terms, what people like to be referred yeah, stick, to. Yeah, stick with that. Stick with it. That's cool. It's easy. It's called common courtesy. You're gonna be t- you're gonna be tempted um, as shit. St- it doesn't mean you need. We need to build a wall. The only wall I need is sunglasses and headphones. In we good. Mm. Or wall of death. Yeah, yeah, the wall of death. But like you know, it's all good. Don't let the pendulum swing back to. Uh, don't let the sun go <laughs> down. Offensive t-shirts uh, with you know. I don't know. It depends on the t-shirt. Honestly. Well, I'm with I'm with a lot of offensive images, but like sort of like words. There's some words. Like you know, beach want. towns. Like they have the fun t-shirts. I know beach towns. Yeah. I know beach bands that have fun t-shirts too. Mm-hmm. You know, mm-hmm. t-shirts are fun, man. Fun t-shirts are fun. No money, yeah, no, no right, money, no honey. No money, no honey. We're gonna answer some questions today. Yeah, all right, let's we're, do gonna, it. we're gonna see where these versions take us. Do we want to do quick hits that won't be that aren't relevant yes. now and won't be relevant yes, by the time definitely. this airs? Let's do quick hits. They're gonna be ancient. It's fine. Okay, this Why one's not? from February. Okay. It's not even February anymore. It's not February. No. What is this? This is March. This is March. Okay. What is this? Marza. Uh, so. Here's Yo, the, do you like marzipan? Uh, yeah, I, I, I don't or, fuck with that. I, don't I, don't fuck with, I fuck with it when right. I found the vegan one. At, uh, yeah. There's what a vegan. There's, there's some European ones. Yeah, there's some, yeah, yeah. yeah. There's a, uh, anyway. Um, so okay, this is uh, this was sent to me and I forgot to get to it. Uh, <laughs> Terratism, which is a Minneapolis black metal band, okay. removed themselves from the bill from this summer's fifth annual Stygian Rights Festival. In South Dakota. South Dakota. (laughs) They did it because they don't want to be on the bill with bands that play in incompatible subgenres. And in this instance, Mm -hmm. they mean specifically the band Neckbeard Death Camp, which for those of you that aren't familiar, it's a parody act that, (laughs) that is... I think it's probably grind, if I had sure. to guess. Neckbeard Death Camp. That okay. you know, is like making fun of like the 4chan racist type. You know what I mean? Okay. Making making fun of like the the mother's basement stereotype sure, sort of sure, woman sure. hater sort of thing. And this other band doesn't like fun. 
see, this is what we're going to get into. Okay. Because, and and he, the, the, the black metal band wrote so much, like way too much. I can't yeah. even paraphrase it. It was basically like. Uh, yeah, put some page breaks in there. It, it, was, it was basically, <laughs> hey, like we're Bold not. points, not paragraphs. Yeah. We're not against this band's politics. We're just, we're, we're about the terrifying spirit of a cosmic evil. And holy shit! And, and we're not trying to play with anything goofy. All right, so they're you're already are goofy. <laughs> what <laughs> you just we, said is inherently goofy. Are they that is some hot Can topic bullshit. Them? No, so they are very explicit that they that they this has nothing to do with politics. Don't they're they're like yo, don't lump us in on anything weird. We're not. We don't care about your politics or about the other guy's politics. Right. This is ex- exclusively about the fact that. There's a terrifying spirit of cosmic evil, and okay. and you know, they, okay. They are trying to convince an audience of of strangers Dozens. of the palpable presence of a terrifying spirit of cosmic evil indwelling the world. Okay. Now, and they just can't be on the stage Yo, with fam. Spoiler alert: God doesn't exist, <laughs> and neither does the inverse. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Well, that's that's weird about these people. The idea that there's, there's a like if you believe for this, then you believe. Yeah, it's just so. Funny. I mean, this is there Easter, is nothing more clown shoes than Easter Bunny shit over here. But, yeah. but it was a fucking unicorn. <clears throat> all right. So point counterpoint. You think that these people are overly serious, uh, lecturing weirdos? Yeah, like who? Relax, dude. Okay. Now I'm taking the. I'm taking. I'm yeah. taking counterpoint. I get it. I've been I, one time I was big mad. I might have talked about it on this podcast where that band trapped them really pissed me off. I mm. had to go for a walk around the block. No. Uh, they showed up at a show that I did for them at that time. I was doing it exclusively because I liked the band. They yeah. didn't have really a draw and no. I yeah. would have been overpaying them. And, I remember this from real time. Yeah. And the guitarist who, you know, everybody, everybody yeah. says is a really nice guy. Right. I don't, I don't know him in that capacity, but uh, when was this? I couldn't even say. My buddy played bass. Two thousand nine, Steve. It was during the Steve era because Steve, it was during it was during the scuba Steve era because I I asked Steve to walk around the block with me and explain this man's behavior to me because I was I was big mad. Wonderful guy. Uh, so, I my uh, show flyers would be fantasy like D and D style, sure. uh, f- like first uh, first edition D and D style uh, fantasy drawings, but instead of dragons or whatever, they'd be penises, right? Mm-hmm. And. They were pretty fun flyers, right? Sure. They had a following. You uh, you seen you saw Superbad. This was pretty Superbad. Wow, you but, were on the dick first. Yeah, no, I'm on the dick. Come on. Over yeah. But, but uh, point is... You know how many foods look like penises? The best kinds. <laughs> Sorry. Point is... That's true, though. Uh, point is, guitar, guitarist had an issue, uh, uh, and I heard that, that he was mad about the flyer. So when he came in, I, I said to him, I heard you got a problem with the flyer. And he goes, yeah, I do. And we got right into it. And he said he's a serious band. You know, I'm not trying to fuck around with fucking dicks or whatever. You know what I mean? Like, it's not goofy shit we're doing. And mm. I remember being big fucking mad. Yeah. You know what I mean? Because like, I'm, I'm, I'm about to lose show, money on your fucking yeah. show, my G. Right. You know what I mean? Like, like, like I don't give a fuck. It could be my dick on the fucking Yeah, it, it, precisely yeah. precisely right. Yeah. You know what I mean? And I remember being big mad. Um, now, obviously, many years ago, everybody says, nice dude, I don't actually give a fuck about this incident. I'm yeah. just, sure. but, I'm, but I'm pointing out that... Uh, that I was on the other side where I like goofy shit. Yeah. I don't. I think bands shouldn't take themselves too seriously. Yeah. Stupid. But however, however, you know what? If you are about a palpable, terrifying evil or whatever the fuck it is, a cosmic fucking evil. <laughs> cosmic evil. Uh, I get why you wouldn't be with this shit. Where you're just like, where it's just a matter of. Well, if you believe in that shit. Fucking make sure you keep your receipt to Torrid and to fucking Hot Topic. Because that's what the fuck it is you sound like. 
<laughs> I I just think it's okay to say, and I don't think this band should get any blowback because the only person they're hurting is themselves when they yeah. say, "Hey, we don't want to." Like, it's okay to. It's okay to be too serious. It's okay to be goofy, and well, those things don't do, need to cross. But like, also realize some not? inherent goofiness. Yeah, yo. I mean, we we always talk about it. I think all three of us at times get get pretty serious in our spots. But oh, we're pretty self-conscious of it too. See, that's a weird. We're actually kind of a weird selection of men in this respect, in yeah. that yeah. we can get self-serious and that about like very specific topics, and then be be totally willing to clown ourselves on a trillion others. Yeah, and but that's how you got to figure everybody is to some yeah. extent, right? You hope, you hope, I think, right. right? You hope, you hope that people are self-aware and they know that if they got a thing, they know it's their thing, and they might not back down on it, but they but they know it's their thing. I I'm just gonna take it on face value that Cosmic Evil, this is their thing, and it's okay. You know what I mean? That's is not the name of the band, right? That's no, what it's believe. like Tribatabatubas. That's what I'm saying. You're gonna come out with something that corny and then be mad that somebody else is like. Yeah, that's true. It's a different like, type of corny. Yeah. Yeah, it's like you're both. Joke What's bands. the band? Neckbeard Deathmatch. Death Camp. Neckbeard Death Camp. Damn. Check okay. out their 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 band camp. Yeah. I'm neckbeard sure they got one. Death Camp. Uh, I'm sure it probably gets more uh, listens than my band. Neckbeard bands. Death Camp Band Camp. <laughs> yeah. And, and it rolls right off the tongue. Ask the grind. <laughs> see if you get ten percent off. <laughs> yeah. Um, Yo, but, Zion dropped thirty-one. Duke beat Beyonce. Yes. In his game back. 31. Yeah, last night. His first game back was last oh, night. He was right. 13 for 13. Fuck, he's crazy. All right. So that was our quick hit from a long time ago. Yeah, I just, I don't know. I reserve I, the right for bands not to want to play with other bands think, for stupid yeah, reasons, but, but if, know it. I'm all for it for like valid fucking real deal reasons. If you take yourself so seriously that like you're on a fest with fucking 15 other bands and there's one band. Oh, if yeah. there was a band on there that was like fucking racist or fucking homophobic, then I'm 100%. I'm down. I got a hot take. That's a totally. That's a valid reason because you got strong feelings. I got strong feelings on goof shit about a cosmic evil. <laughs> no, I, you're talking about you. You yeah. got strong feelings about the name, the Neckbeard Death Camp, right? Yeah. Although, uh, to be frank, I don't care about any of these bands. These aren't yeah. bands. These aren't bands that you could get I me think to I watch saw if it had opened for Monster X in 1998. It was. It was Monster X. <laughs> yeah, that's true. He did have a beard. So, but what I'm saying is, I don't give a fuck about any of these bands. And I'm not saying that a band being racist is a bad reason to drop a show. That's that's a fine reason, whatever. But that's I'm, a fine reason. But I'm just saying, uh, whatever. It, the point is that, is that at the end of the day, we look at that because it has virtue attached to it that it's more than personal preference. However, no. there are many, many, many acts who could recognize that, though, that hey, I don't agree with this act, but I'm just, I'm going to play the show because I want to play the show. Uh, yeah, I mean, whatever. That's the equivalent of like, I play with fucking Christian bands. Yeah, sure. Mm-hmm. There you go. Yeah. There you go. Like I feel like we're a pretty serious band, but like yeah. we're ho- like we're dorks like in real life. But like the material and the stuff that we're talking about is Very pretty serious. serious. Yeah. But if they were like, hey, it's, so it's like you guys and fucking Murphy's Law, I'd be like, all right, cool, one hundred percent. It's would you not guys. Be like, it's you guys and Hate Beak. Yeah. What about that? I would. Yeah. You need yeah. a headline though. You right? You're not letting you just, them. You're you just, not letting them play over you, right? No, I would let Canina's headline because they're the yeah. biggest band. Yeah. Of that ilk of animal <laughs> bands. Yeah. Yeah, I would take them over fucking Judd Judd. Yeah, but that's not an animal. No, I know, but it's the same kind of like yeah, hokey. Yeah. Haha, it's funny. Yeah. Buy our seven. They bring the they bring the bird out in a cage. Oh, I don't like it. If it's a free free range bird, I'd be cool. Got to let the bird free. So, did you see that article about the about the 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 um, I just have free bird in my head. What, what are they? The chickens that that uh, pecked the uh, 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 fox to death. 
No. It was just a little news item uh-huh. on the BBC. Uh, <laughs> uh, it was on The Guardian. Apparently... This is where single Patrick's at. All apparently, right, right. if there's 70, 70 chickens... Yeah, and they the, can get the fox. They can they can peck you to death. Oh, fuck and, yeah, they can. And they uh, peck the fox to death. They, the farmer found the, the, mm. this... Mm. Anyway. They also, descended from dinosaurs, man. Yeah, there you go. They uh, fucking all, did. Man. Actually, you want to talk some real dinosaur shit? I'll try to show you the video. Uh, today, I was in... I don't Ca- fuck with Jurassic beasts, man. Park, man. Carl, Sh- Carl Schurz. Yeah. Uh, is that how you say saying his name? Schurz, yeah. Um, I was in the park today. Uh, at the dog park and overhead I see somebody looking up and I'm like oh no it's a pterodactyl yeah there's planes flying into shit no it is a uh, like kestrel or a hawk uh, and it is eating alive a pigeon Oh wow! And it's wow. it's perched on a on a on a branch above our heads, maybe fifteen feet above our heads, Dripping and blood. we're just we're just watching Nature. it tear its stomach open, and the and the and the pigeon is struggling, but you don't struggle for long no, when it when, when you yeah. know. Um, so <clears throat> yeah, so we watch that shit, and just pieces of pieces of bird are falling on the so dogs. That was a fun afternoon, huh? Yeah, no, it was, well, it was something it's else. It's really really representative of your life. <laughs> it was something else. You got your guts ripped out. Yeah, no, I'm dying. It's, uh, it's that you know the watching like. Like actual nature take its course is like it's holy. pretty. It's pretty rough. Yeah. When we were at the Orc Islands, I saw that like a like a crew of fucking giant ass birds ripping up some kind of fucking animal. Oh, wow. But it was just like, like just oh, like pecking, like not pecking, just like ripping, tearing it from yeah. limb from limb. Pretty yeah. much, it was fucking brutal. Um, Dinosaurs, man. So anyway, yeah, I don't fuck with beaks. Uh, no thanks. Not interesting. I'm not mad at Neckbeard for existing. I'm not mad at Teratopolis for for taking themselves too seriously. For taking themselves Wait too seriously. Wait a second. Is their name Teratopolis? No, it's something. It's something. Ter- is that a comic book thing? It's um. Uh, it could it's gotta be. be. It could be. Sounds a, like it could be. Teratism. And I think that's what happens like when you like when you get. You when get you break in the your eyes. back and you get a boner. That's priapism. Oh, that is priapism. Yes. Um. Okay. When you get poked in the eye and you get a boner? No, when you bring no. your back, you get a boner. Yeah. Uh, Priapism, it's called. It's, yeah. a oh. temp- it's a permanent boner. I could see that. Sometimes sex is backbreaking. So there you, know. you go. So I that point counterpoint. That's your quick point yeah. counterpoint. I feel, like, feel like I won. Next. I feel like it's like I don't know if you did. Um, next this one's please. a different kind of energy for you all today. We're next up, kind of chill. Yeah. Point counterpoint. Mm. Yes. Sunday morning. Beto Beto O'Rourke. Yes. Is it Beto O'Rourke or is it no Beto O'Rourke? No, Beto oh. O'Rourke. Is it, there is an O. O'Rourke. Yeah, there's, there's two O's. O's. No. Beto right. O. Um, right. O, O, O. I think this man is a nerd. You know. Um, oh, did you make that cool meme with it? Hey, look, I'm a rich man in jeans <laughs> on the dirt road. Did you make that? With that my unpaid you? intern's dog. There that was pretty is. great. Look at this. I didn't make great that. Work. Me- I didn't make that meme. But for those of you here that, on white men uh, explaining, well, mar- uh, explaining I, I'm just gonna say that point counterpoint. Your at, point is, but O'Rourke is a nerd. As a me, as a, I agree. As, as a, a meme, meme maker, as a meme connoisseur, I'm gonna say that if your major laughing criticism point on Beto O'Rourke is that he's taken the same country road nerd photos that every other politician does. You are late to, you just came into this whole making fun of people thing. You're new here. You know what I mean? Cause that's not, that's not going to work. That's no, not really point, enough. Point, I don't think Trump took those pictures. Oh, did, Oh, tr- uh, you know what? I guarantee we can find Trump in a field somewhere. Look, 
Trump in a field. Hold on, let me I'll Google. Google. So, that dude's sawing in his bullshit. He ain't going anywhere. I guarantee he's walking. He, he's probably doing the North Korea fucking go to a plant and take a photo at the at the uh, machine I don't think shop. So, man. I don't know. Yeah, you know I mean, he does, apparently apparently he's against germs, so maybe he doesn't like to. I hate touching oily things. I'm not good with machinery because I don't like oily things. Oh, yeah, fair. You know what I mean? Yeah. Like, you, you ever we talked about this? Like oh, guys that do so do uh, cars and shit, and then you, and then you're like, like what, the viscous what do you do fire, with yeah. your hands? Yeah, you gotta have like special soap. You got a gojo? No, gojo is a big one. Mm. Uh, lava soap. Lava. Is a big one. Right. Lava soap. Oh, lava. Yeah. Back to the point. I'm yeah. sorry, everybody. I took us in a weird direction. Uh, Beto O'Rourke. Uh, he said that he likes Fugazi, uh, yeah. and this uh, supplied the uh, hardcore internet with uh, ha-has for 10 minutes, and uh, here's all I'll say. Does this not strike people as inevitable? Like Fugazi's a big band. Fugazi was a big band. Yeah. Also, he he's a college rock We're, we're going to hit the, very soon, very, I mean, in five years, we're going to hit the t- period where it is very likely that people in office spent time as punk shows. X, you know what I mean? Whatever yeah, it yeah. is, whether that's, well, they were, Justin they were, Brandon becomes president. He likes, there you go. Mm. There you go. Right. What, but whether they were goths, whether they were, you of know, course. there's going to be a skateboarding president anytime now. Like we're, it's getting yeah, to we're that right age. there. Right. And, and like, presu- no before this could have been, cause it's only 40 something years old. Right. So you're going to have, right. you're going to have, I bet Barack heard Avril Lavigne. <laughs> he was a skater boy. You're going to have, said, see you later boy. You're going to have punks in office mm-hmm. or yes. former mm-hmm. punks, whatever. Yeah. And, uh, so this should not strike people as all that weird. No, but it is cool. Like someone was like, you know, there's a possibility our next president could have like listened to minor threat. And that's kind of cool. Yeah. That's kind of cool. I mean, yeah. Let's go point counterpoint. Um, okay. I'll take count. I'll take point then that, right. that, that, uh, every politician is a lizardoid who uh, can't be trusted, and therefore, if he likes Fugazi, Fugazi is canceled. Wow. How do you like that? You just cancel Fugazi. I'll cancel Fugazi. Ian I don't McKay give a fuck. I'll fuck you up, man. I made you guys listen to that recording. Ian McKay's definitely fucking canceled. Yeah. What recording? Yeah, let's not talk about the recording. Yeah. Well, um, go on. Was, oh, right. Yeah, stage yeah. yeah, that was cool. That's fucked up. How, I, so we're not, let's not get into it because yeah. I don't even want to we give the kids. Really get at kids. the end of the cancel era, I don't want to give kids meat on fucking the a man that bone. I admire. Has anyone heard his new band with Amy and with uh, Joe Alley? Oh, no. the band that's named It Doesn't Have a Name Yet? Yeah. No, not yet. It, it, I just read an article. He was talking about, like, of course, it, like the, the the lead is like my a future for minor threat and all this sort of stuff. And he's like, I'll never, like, never. Yeah, good like, I still believe in those songs. I wrote them in a certain way that I knew I wouldn't be embarrassed for them by them 30 years in the, you know, I mean, he says that in retrospect. Yeah. I was going to say, there's but no he's way like, I never mentioned Reagan. I don't mention this. I don't mention that. So they're timeless and whatever, whatever. He's okay, like, all right. we would never do it. He's like, we take those same photos on the, on the, you know, discord steps all the time. It's the first time he posted, you know, all this sort of stuff. Yeah. And he was just saying, and it was actually kind of interesting. He's like, I can't just start a band. He's like, cause the it's, I can't grow something organically. He's like, I, why? Because it's always going to have a jump. It's always right. Gonna have, it's yeah. never like people know who I am. Yeah, like That's he's right. like, I can't just like play a fucking bar or a dive, you know, whatever. That's right. It's like it's and like there's going to be a ton of people there for whatever you do. Yeah. Although I've never seen the Evens, I can't tell if there two were, good songs. But there were a ton mm-hmm. of people at their shows. I don't know. Uh, they, there drew, was, they drew. Uh, they could fill a room of a hundred pretty much anywhere they go. That's okay. it. Just uh, on name. So could we? Yeah. No. You know, Ooh. yeah. Mm. You ever see Mecha Normal? Snapback. 
Ever see what? Mecca Normal. Mecca Where Amy's from? Amy Farina? No. That's all the moment for forgot. No, oh, okay. Get um, my fucking old man back. Sorry. The, uh, <laughs> uh, I, I don't, it, but I mean, it was like an interesting article of him just being like, there's so few people that it's like, I can't just like him, like show up at a fucking DIY spot in DC. And like, he's like, there's always somebody watching. And he's like, you know, someone would be like, I saw you eat that granola bar in fucking That's Northwest true. C Street. And he's like, that was the only time I ate a granola bar. Like someone, like he, he can't go anywhere without someone kind of. Yo, we talk about it quite often. <laughs> the celebrity that sucks. Mm-hmm. That, that's what being because uh, sm- he's in that weird gray area that he's like very famous for his subgenre, but he's not rich enough to not have to deal with it. Yeah, like he still has to go to Whole Foods buy his own food. He could post made a lot. <laughs> you know what Probably, I mean? Did yeah, you fair. see that? What the- did you see the thing? No, I kind of don't even want to talk about it here. Somebody else's finances. Yes. Okay. Somebody can order a lot of Postmates. Somebody can order a lot of Postmates. So, uh, w- w- we're doing sign language over here. <laughs> so, wow. I don't. I don't know if I buy that. I don't either. But they ran the numbers, and it was on a website that I don't trust. So, okay. it was one of those like, how much is so and so worth? It's yeah. Like, you know, Mark McGrath is worth one hundred eighty-seven million dollars. <laughs> like it's like, wait, wait, what? <laughs> Uh, well, like I said, I look that up and I, I look up how tall is so and so. finances, but there we are. Here we are. Yeah, yeah, you know, yeah. I think he deserves it, honestly. Sugar I mean, he Ray has been Pat a DIY well. band for True. 35 to 50 years. Mean Machine. And I just think that they've done it right every single step of the way. He always, t- you know, he always tipped Pat well. Yeah. When he, Pat waited on him in. And when they hung out. In Ohana. Yeah. Fucking whatever the fuck. Yeah. Uh, so, I don't know. I. Uh, Ian certainly could put on a fun mustache and play open mic nights, so he's full of shit. Yeah, well, yeah. Let's invite him. Fun mic night, mustache time. You know, Alec Mackay has a new band, too. Is that right? Yes. What's that about? They're called... Fuck. They just played... They played... My what, Side Was Better? Yes. And then nobody believed him? <laughs> I, I mean, I... In this point in my life, I go the faith over wow. I think I went the faith young, and now might go void. It's tough. Mm. It's really. I think void. I question. think void is terribly overrated, and I think that wow. people that say they love void are definite posers. But, wow. but, is it more interesting? Probably is more interesting. But yeah, so they did that. Dennis from Refuse is in that new band. Okay, with Brian Baker and like yeah. This is what we call is it called misguided because that's what it fucking Pretty is. Pretty much. Okay. Um <laughs> but yeah, Alec McKay is in another band and they played Brooklyn Pool. I forget when it was, but you were oh. out there. Okay. Yeah, sorry. That's right. I have no information about it. I should be more supportive of these old guy acts, honestly. Like some some of these guys have resumes that I should be like, oh, you know what? Yeah, I should go check this I out. I should check this out. Because I'm gonna be them one day and I would like someone to come check out my mm. band when I'm fifty three. For sure. Um okay. What else we got? What else we got in the we way? Got quick hits? We got lots. We do. Of stuff. Okay. Fuck we it. No me. quick hits. Yeah. We got questions. Oh, all right. let's, we let's got questions. Um, this is Ian. Uh, hit, the, hit our Patreon, but you're gonna get it in the regular mailbag. Boston hardcore in the '90s. Anybody remember when Sam Black Church was a thing? Oh, we there just talked about this. There was that Boston '88 to '92 or whatever comp that was utter fucking trash. Um, yeah, I think it was trash. But Reggie, uh, but um, Reggie Lewis was on the cover. That was cool. I think. Um, <laughs> Rest he did have. He had a really interesting career. I think if he didn't have the arrhythmia, well, they say it's an arrhythmia, but the other side was that the family didn't want any of the. Were very 
strongly pushing the reports not to imply any use of cocaine. Yeah. Yeah. Him and Len Bias, boy. I know. But Reggie Lewis would have had a really interesting career. He matched up well with Jordan. And if they had had a bet, he was really good. He was long and could shoot. And um, he he wasn't Kevin Durant because he wasn't that tall. He was only like 6'9". But he he had that kind of outside game. He was was way ahead of his time. So that would have been cool. Uh, Boston Hardcore in the 90s. All right, Sam Black Church. Kind of weird. Sam Black Sam, Church. Very weird. I enjoy the stuff that nobody does, like the wonder mm-hmm. drug, like tree and shit like that, that yeah. everybody yeah. says is horrible. But, garbage, uh, right? but I really, the one tree record, fuck, this is so, yo, if you are young and you've never heard tree, Jeez. go listen to Downsize the American, Downsizing the American Dream and trip out that that was a fucking thing. You know what they I were mean? A deal. Yeah, they yeah. Were, yeah. I mean, at least in Boston, it, it, so people at home that don't know this sort of shit, you know that sort of shit that plays hardcore shows sometimes, but also plays the local rock festival? You know that's what I mean? Yeah. That's them. That's also a black church to a point. Too. Yeah, to a, they to a played, degree, yeah. And they were legends of playing, um, what is it, Boston Common, the park? There, there you go, yeah. yeah. They played the Commons. Like that was Tree. Tree, Tree owned Boston Common. That was their spot. Go see them outside. Sam Black Church was pretty big. Sam Black Church was pretty At big. At least up there. I don't know. If- Boston Hardcore in the early 90s, man. Thin times. Thin times. You had. Bricklayer from. Did I ever tell you that story about? No. Tell so, me Bricklayer. So, uh, this is probably, I don't know. 1992 or something. Yeah, yeah. There was a place called the Crazy Country Club in Brooklyn that everybody would play, right? So, mm-hmm. like Starkweather and all sort of stuff. And it's band Bricklayer played, and we all really liked them. So uh, we bought the seven inch, um, and so the band broke up soon thereafter because the singer was like sixteen and he lied to his mom. Okay, and then from Boston drove all the way down to uh, Brooklyn and he got caught. So um, we, so I buy the record. The drummer from Indecision, Pat, who owns like three records in his entire life, buys this record. That's right. Yes, and they were like, "Yo, um, if you buy this other one, it's two for five instead of just three bucks." Pat's like, "All right." Fuck, all right. So like two of the, so the second record was the first converged seven inch. Okay. Like before Insane. they were like yeah, yeah, yeah. like yeah. So I'm like, you're probably sitting on a record that's probably worth a lot of money. Yeah. But and he bought it for like two fifty. I mean, he sh- it's a nice birthday gift for you, you know. I mean he doesn't I mean, God knows where if he even knows where it is. Mm. <laughs> but yeah. It's heartbreaking. All right, yeah. Boston Hardcore in the early nineties, you know, like the early converged stuff was a little into that. But there was this weird scene in Boston slash the suburbs. Because I think there were shows happening in Boston, but they were either really big or not well attended, and there weren't that many bands going on um, that got noted. So there was like weird pocket scenes. It was very early '90s. Um, we'll have we'll see if we can get Trey McCarthy to come on and go like full ham in the pit on that because he really could. Yeah, you know. give us like a kingpin deep dive. Or oh like, yeah, kingpin was yeah. really that he can go, he will go hard. He's he hasn't come on yet because like. Yeah, close calls a little later, but they like start in '95, maybe. No, but keep going. Yeah, that late. Yeah, I think so. Um, but there's like there's a ton of stuff. I think he thinks we're going to talk about Death Wish, but I just want him to talk about like late '80s Boston and then early '90s Boston because it really changed. He's got a lot to say because he, he was a very opinionated uh, showgoer for many years. Absolutely. <laughs> so so and, there's and saw a lot of it. Like yo, he was at the Shelter Riot. Okay. Yeah. Wow. Mm, I know. Saw many Slapshot shows in the eighties. Many, to the point where it's like, yes, there, there I am in that video. I don't remember that show. 
I don't remember which slap shot does show he, it was. Does he? I've never heard him say that he likes slap shot. Was he just there, or does he? He loves. Okay. Loves really? slap shot in the way that you love your father. Really? Style. Like yeah, he like what you're not going to talk about it all the time, but yeah. I don't think I've ever talked to him about it, and I'm like I'm like a pretty big slap shot fan. Yeah, so far I, as I think goes. he knows. Yeah, he knows. Hold um, on a second. Let's see something. I don't know if we've ever talked about that. Hold on one second. Yeah. Oh, or maybe we have, and he drops off like w- records way before I do. No. Are you Fucks with them all. Really? Yeah, I'm going to see if I <laughs> Blast can Blast There's Only Living Witness. Only Living Witness. Wrecking yeah. Crew. Let's see. Uh, I'll even televise the, uh, or I'll air the, the, the shutdown if he shuts it down. Uh, he does that a lot. I mean, it is 10 to 1. Shut it down. Oh, and it is. A, yeah, but he's a, he's a night he, owl. He doesn't sleep. No? Yeah, he's fucking weird. Oh, he's a voice <laughs> But let's see. He'll text you right back. Yeah, one of those. Already. Yeah, yo, I just got into bed. Damn it. Okay, damn it. Do you have two seconds to talk about? Two Boston seconds Hardcore to talk from about. 1991. Seconds yeah. to talk about Slapshot. And dive. Well, yeah, we'll see what we can get. If we can get two seconds on Slapshot, he might give us more. So you're getting, this is like the behind the scenes. So for people who are on our Patreon, we'll prop this. We actually did a full behind the scenes on the Have Heart shows. So you should go subscribe and uh, join us on Patreon, um, and this is sort of a sample of that. Yo, Blast Furnace is a really Yo. weird record. I'm looking at the is that lost and found. I'm looking Yo, at the track listing. Uh, right we bite. Patrick said he's never um, talked to you about Slapshot. Ask him if that's true. Would you? Can you come on for two seconds with us and talk about Slapshot for a minute? I know you're sleeping. <laughs> that's, fa- that's fake news. He's not actually sleeping. Oh, I'm so sorry. Two, two seconds. <laughs> okay. 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 What? I, that's so cool. All right. Instead, just tell me, do you remember the best Slapshot show you went to? It's the one you can find on YouTube from the rat. Okay. We're going we're gonna to do the call in with Trey and talk about Slapshot at some point in the not too distant hour. future. Yeah. And it's like a fucking. Um, his head is pasted on like a Playgirl model. <laughs> <laughs> All right. Uh, and then they pass it around the crowd. Okay. There you go. That's on YouTube somewhere. All right, buddy. Yo, I'll talk to you tomorrow. Later. Thanks, Trey. Right, there you go. Yo. Huge fan. Huge fan, man. Like, I think he likes. Like, really rides into at least like fourth LP. <laughs> is that what Blast Furnace? Uh, no, well, Blast Furnace is so technically an EP, right? Uh, yeah, like an EP, but it's, I think um, it's like seven songs or something like that. But right, um, so it's uh, no step on it's early. Step on it back uh, back on the map. Step, step on, on it, it, correct? Yeah. Third LP is um, hold on, I'm gonna go sudden death the, overtime. Slapshot. Yes, discography. that's correct. Then, uh, then it's the. Blast okay, so so thing. okay, so we're conflating some shit. Sorry for yeah. everybody at home. Uh, back on the map, it is an EP, right? You and I just yes, count it. It's but twelve inch EP. Yeah, we're just counting it. Then step on it. Then you're right. Sun death overtime. Sun death overtime is great. It just can't touch back on the map or step on it to me. But anyways, then you're going. The Tom is asleep. Literally, 
do you have no affection for Slapshot? He's got none. first two records are cool. Zero? No, not I wouldn't say zero. Like but. out of a scale of one hundred, I'd say it's around fifteen. No, it's a little higher than that, but not okay. much higher. Yeah, <laughs> wow. thirty-five. Um, okay, yeah, okay. So, right. Bla- so Blast Furnace is an EP in ninety-three. Then it Unconsciousness, which is really fucking weird. He record. might be okay with that record. I think he, I am too. Uh, and then which is the one that has the one hundred eight? The song one hundred eight. Uh, later, Blast maybe the next think, one. Right? I think no, it's not Being Blast Furnace. No, it's, it's the next. It's sixteen right valve hate. Maybe maybe that. That's it. That's it is. Yeah. Um, yeah. Anyway, they, t- they take a turn where I'm like, this record sounds. Uh, f- the name of this sounds like you're trying to be like an edge lord before yeah. that was a word. Yeah. It, well, I mean, they are kind of as far as hardcore guys OG go. Prehistoric, yeah. These prehistoric. are OG edge lords. Yeah. yeah. Choke at least. Yes. yes. Um, yeah. Yeah. Just choke. Yo, it, I know we've talked about this a great deal. Mm-hmm. Our listenership is age-wise so broad super broad that I, it's hard like I, from a lot of young f- friends now right so thank Sweet. you half day but friends. i want to i don't know if i'm boring old people when i say to young people hey if you haven't fucked around with the slap shot cover of big mouth strikes again oh, you're fucking up yeah, we brought that up like three times in this have we yeah yeah we're getting on our redundancy okay, okay. my bad, my all, bad. All, right, all right no 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 but that's yeah it's a good yeah. it's one of our recurrence i just feel i just feel usually like, i retort with all oh, but the vision cover of oh uh, yeah you do we are old we, yeah, okay, so. yeah, we see now. Yeah. Oh my bad. Mm-hmm. Then I go. That. Have you heard quicksand? How soon is now? <laughs> <laughs> then we're like, what about betrayed? You hit us with the I'm a ram. I'm a ram. No, I hate yeah. that one. <laughs> no, that's a good one. I like go that on. one. Well, I'm always wearing the headphones, so when he's when he goes I'm a ram, I'm, I go deaf. Okay. Yeah. Sorry. Uh, sorry. Nick Brownson <laughs> said in an email to us from seven months ago. God, fuck. Hey guys, like the podcast a lot. Thanks. I hope you still listen, Nick. It's nice to hear opinions and hardcore outside of my small group of friends. Yeah, I agree with that. That's yeah, a good sure. yeah, All right. What are the bands that have had the biggest impact or just are remembered the most with the least output? I always think of Inside Out first. Who else has changed the whole game up without putting out very much music? Uh, finally, I'm from Denver. I dig the Bob. Shouts out some of the Youth Attack bands coming out of here. Shout out. I play in a Denver band called Rod Breed for fans of fast songs with pit parts. Maybe consider it for one of your new music episodes. Well, we will. Uh, they got a seven inch coming out on Trip Machine Records. That's right. Shout okay. out to Trip good, Machine. Good. So this, I think, is either out or on its way. Sure. Um, the bands that had the biggest input impact with the least output. Um, yeah, Inside Out, right up there. For a long time, Burn, but they've since put yeah. out a lot of material. Up until like 2000, there was a Burn seven inch, and that was it. Yeah. Four songs. Yep. And then the comp, and that was it. Yep, the yep. comp. Um, and then after that, you wait until Rev does the uh, Last Great Sea EP with its three songs, then Cleanse, which is another six. And now we've gotten oh, some yeah. more material. Um, Antidote. Antidote, seven. But they had more, it just didn't count. Yeah. It just didn't yeah, count. Um, the, would you but, say alone in the crowd? But it so doesn't count. Okay. Yeah, it so doesn't count. It's um, hard to count it. I'm going to say. Uh, uh, Rise of Spring. With an LP and a 7-inch? Yeah. Negative Approach. Yep. 7-inch and an LP. True. Negative, negative Approach might be the all-time, because that's, inside that's out not a ton of music. four songs. <laughs> okay. No, no, no. I'm sorry. Six songs, Six right? songs. Right. Bro, four yeah. on a 7-inch and six on a cassette or whatever. Right. Um, Damn. Yeah. That's, there's a few. I'm trying to think. Um, yeah, that's an interesting question. It is a great question, actually, because there aren't a lot of bands that just drop that moment but there's tons of bands who just do a single or whatever 
Uh, yeah. The greats usually make it at least out to a full length. Yeah. Negative approach with just the seven inch and the LP is pretty good. Yeah, a lot of New York bands have just that one and done. I know. Yeah, they do. The abused, like the abused urban waste, the urban waste seven inch, but it's yeah. like the biggest impact. Those yeah. bands certainly had impact, but it almost like is like is bigger and that sort yeah, of. Yeah, and it's funny because I think of that first gen, and it's like, well, Agnostic Front doesn't sound like the abused or Antidote, a little bit more like Antidote than the yeah. rest, but doesn't sound like the abused or um, Urban Waste or like the Mob, but they kind of carried on the flag yeah, of yeah. that wave of New York hardcore. Yeah. So mm, good question. Very really good. good. Question. Yeah. If you got better answers, uh, think about it, but I think Inside Out is the correct answer. Yeah. Great job on that. Um, mm, getting people to hardcore shows. Okay. Um, oh, okay. We kind of, we kind of answered we this, on this a lot, yeah. I think. Yeah. And they, yeah. and he actually asked not to be read there. So we're good. Okay. Um, okay. Uh, do we? Does Eco Strike equal Greta Van Fleet? I think we read that one. <laughs> wow! So all right, I feel well, like maybe I would, not. Okay, I feel like I would remember that take. <laughs> Did okay. Pat write that? So my question, uh, Christian asks. So my question comes because I saw Pitchfork give Greta Van Fleet a 1.6 rating on their newer album, claiming the lack of originality is the reason. Brutal. I'd be curious to hear Bob's take on Greta Van Fleet because he's stated in the past that Led Zeppelin is his favorite band. That's true. While discussing this review, I realized that EcoStrike, being a Strife worship band, has not really had a negative impact on their hype. I really loved Strife when I was younger, so when I first hear, heard Blistered and EcoStrike, I couldn't really get into them because they just sounded like Strife B-sides. What is this podcast thoughts on the band? That on bands that base their whole sound off another established band, and why does that seem to have negative connotation in popular music, but in metal and hardcore, it can be a positive? Thanks for the question. Let's let's go in. Go in. What do you think of Greta Van Fleet? Uh, Greta Van Fleet, I haven't heard. I've heard it sounds like uh, Led Up. I will check it. My big question would be, what era Led Zeppelin does it sound like? Oh, I don't know. I've been fucking with late era recently, just doing kind of a weird dive. So it's it's cool. It's been fun. I mean, they got. I mean, they dress up. It's kind of crazy. And this, I think, this record that came out is literally their debut LP. Oh, really? Oh, that, mm, if I remember correctly, pretty, and pretty, like pretty good. They for were that. like booking. Like they're playing like Forest Hills, like the the tennis oh, wow. stadium. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Before the record came out, they were that big. Oh wow! They were on like Saturday Night Live. It's 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 weird it's and it's on. cool that it's like oh you're like 24 years old and playing Led Zeppelin tribute, and it know? feels super tributey, very tributey, oh, very wow. on the nose. Okay, um, my general feelings are that I prefer it to run a little, like I re- like um, man, what are other bands that even get Compared to Led Zeppelin, like not many. No, not many. Rage Against the Machine always reminded me of Led Zeppelin musically. Huh? That's if you take away Zach's voice, it, I mean, it's just big. And there's some big guitars. The big, big guitars. You're right. Yeah. Like um... this episode is brought to you by Shopify. Whether you're selling a little or a lot, Shopify helps you do your thing, however you ching. From the launch your online shop stage. All the way to the we just hit a million orders stage. No matter what stage you're in, Shopify's there to help you grow. Sign up for a one dollar per month trial period at Shopify.com/specialoffer. All lowercase. That's Shopify.com/specialoffer. 
Judy was boring. Hello. Then Judy discovered Chumbacasino.com. It's my little escape. Now Judy's the life of the party. Oh, baby, mama's bringing home the bacon. Whoa, take it easy, Judy. The Chumba life is for everybody. So go to Chumbacasino.com and play over 100 casino-style games. Join today and play for free for your chance to redeem some serious prizes. Chumbacasino.com. No purchase necessary. Voidware prohibited by law. 18 plus terms and conditions apply. See website for details. Hi, I'm Daniela Clark. I'm Barbara Ann Wild. And we are The Honest AF Show. Our podcast is real, honest conversation with our celebrity friends and pros. Covering our anything but average rock and roll lifestyles. All while tackling the hell that is aging and the battle of beauty. Oh yeah, nothing is off the table. The Honest AF Show is available wherever you get your podcasts. Pearl Jam never got there with the the size of the sound. They went more... Soundgarden? American. Yeah, Soundgarden for sure. Um, What was the other one I was just thinking of? Not Pearl Jam. Uh, Oh, the Black Crows, but then they get more Americana with their stuff too. And like, I don't know. Um, What do you think about punk bands that are so on the nose? You know my feeling. Yeah. Yeah, I, my, we've touched on this there's, before. It's the, right, we touch on this. This is one that we touch on. But to speak, let's speak specifically about Eco Strike. I continue to hope. Uh, I'm. I continue to hope and see what they grow into. And if we look back at their early material as being very much a tribute to what it is, and their sound continues to grow, which I think, I it, think it has, will. and it yeah. will more. Then we'll all look back and go, yeah, that was the it's early like material. Useful indiscretions, right. Yeah. right? Like, like the way people look at Earth Crisis All Out War, right? You yeah. Know? I mean, it, uh, yeah, whatever. When you first start in a band, you find somebody you like, and you, you fucking sound. You, find yeah. the, so you sound like that band. Sometimes you're such a good musician that you do it well. You know. And, yeah. Sure. Uh, I I got a question. Yeah. This one was sent to me, the, and this is getting into somebody's specific business, but I think we're okay. What ceremonies game plan? Been a while since their last record, and I feel most people have come around to it since the initial backlash. Isn't it about time they put out something new? Is this your question? I get no. a ton. I get a no. Oh, and the, the, the Tumblr. That's right. Um, <laughs> well, imagine yeah. if that was my question. I, I, they I, it's very I, I like the I way you read it. it. You just wrote it out in your notes. Do they, you actually get podcast questions on your Tumblr? Yes, it does. Fairly often. Yeah. yeah. How, how come we, this is the first one we've ever read? It's because I never think about shit. Yeah, he's fucking. Never think about the show. Thanks, man. No, I just never think about shit. When I'm in he's the he's still market. not doing the promotion that he needs to. I mean, if it was worst possible world. timeline, you and Eric would be like, "Here's another thing, Edgelord Trump." My hair, look how beautiful my hair I is. I do actually get excited when I hear your worst possible timeline, the intro music. Oh, you do? Like, oh, it's very well done. I mean, it's all downhill after there, yeah, but wow, the yeah. intro's great. At least we got that. Yeah, it's like we got to know. What's you're going to start getting docked the next next period. You're getting docked if you don't well, promote episodes. Eric Yo, always, you sounded mad bossy right there. Eric, Listen to me, guy. You're going to get docked Eric real hot. Eric always high, sends me the link, and then I go, okay, good, good, good. Okay, you need, a, we need you to send you a good, link. Good, good, All right, good, good, that's fine. Okay. Well, you know what? We'll pay you as much as Eric pays you, and we'll send you the link. How's that? <laughs> send me the link. All right, good. So, what's go. the deal with ceremony? What's the deal with ceremony? What Do you want to give this first, Tom? I'll give, I got an answer. I'm curious. I think they should put something out. I feel like there, there's. Uh, how do I say this nicely? Their ceiling has come down a lot, yeah. and it's a. I mean, it's still a nice ceiling. It's not. They're never going to be the you know selling out a thousand cap band. It just stretch. I got a little extra wind here. All, All right. right. Oh, okay. I think um, you're right. Uh, you know what I mean. I think like they may. 
might have had a chance at that. I don't know. Mm, I don't know. That's a well, big room, man. No, but when look, in big cities, I mean that, and like yeah, fucking, yeah. I, you know, like wherever there, Iowa. There, uh, this is gonna sound crazy to some of our listeners, but there was a moment where, just in the same way that Turnstile and Code Orange uh, and, and Power Trip and everything, like yeah. kind of represent a um, hardcore or hardcore uh, yeah. inspired. It, 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 yeah, that this was happening for artier stuff uh yeah. during the ceremony fucked, fucked up, up like yeah, absolutely and, and fucked up like touring like football stadiums with fucking arcade fire right the hell. Mm-hmm. Yeah. and basically what happened is like it might be it remains to be seen there's uh, how do we talk about this <laughs> how do we talk about this well, well let's get back to the okay <laughs> let's get back to the question where does ceremony go so l-shaped man came out uh what people might have missed or it didn't really hit much radar was that um, Anthony from Ceremony, guitar player, uh, one of the primary, if not the primary songwriter, um, released a solo record uh, on his own label and that does a, a book company, First Letter Press, I think it's called. Oh, that's cool. Um, but he put out his own 12-inch and he also released a Ceremony L-Shaped Man Demos 12-inch. Uh, which is good. If you like that material, you definitely like that. It is about the time. It's been a while since that record came he out. He did X-Youth. He did X-Youth. On um, Numerality Zine. Numerality Zine. Yeah. He's also, weird, he's in Cold Cave now. That's right. He oh, is in Cold Cave go. now. I think it's time for Ceremony to do another record. Uh, what what You want me to dream world it? It Please. is a lot like L-Shaped Man, except it's the... Um, it's the up. Uh, that's a uh, uh, dreary green and blue uh, overcast day record. Um, we want the orange sunshine version of that, like the summertime version of that yep. record. And maybe it's a five song EP. Yeah, there's some uptones, but it's maybe there's some ominous. Uh, it's the orange ominous sunshine, tones. <laughs> orange sunshine record, but there's ominous tones to close it that might lead to a much darker next record that could actually take the song sound darker than it was and more aggressive. But like, I think there's a way for Ceremony still to capture that fun aggression live show element of what they do, yeah. and like, that's a vibrant band, regardless of what they do and regardless of what the records sound like. Yeah, they are vibrant. They have an energy, and there's no other band like them. None. And yeah. so, I think there's a way to capture all that, even with their sound going. It could go more post punk than it is. It could go fucking synth pop for all I care. Uh, it'd be interesting to see what they do next. Mm. Okay. I've got a good one. We didn't do Earth Crisis equals Marriage Crisis, did we? I don't think think so. so. Adam says, Hi, Bob, Tom, and Patrick. Hi. I love the deep dive episode on Earth Crisis. In my eyes, they can do no wrong. In my wife's eyes, they are dog shit. (laughs) We might have handled this. I am Edge, and she isn't. So she associates them with all the white supremacists that have taken up straight edge and veganism. Is that a thing? Is that true? (laughs) 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 Wow. I have argued argued with her countless times that they are not associated with them. How can I prove also, to my where wife do you that live something that I love so much thing. is yeah. not as full of hate as she thinks? Um, I mean, they might be, but they're not fucking well, here, they're not white supremacists, I can assure uh, you Just that. in the side note, which I will read because I like this. Side note, I was one of the kids that heard a song from a band that I really liked, but their most current album was not their best. It happened to me with Sick of It All. 
I came from a small town in the coal fields of West Virginia, so the hardcore scene wasn't there. I had heard Blood, Sweat, and No Tears by stumbling on it on a file-sharing network. It blew me away. I wanted fast, short, and loud songs, and the whole album was just that. Their newest album was Yours Truly. I loved it at the time because it was all I could get my hands on without waiting two days for dial-up to get me my fix. <laughs> it, was felt la- it was felt lacking to me at the time. Coming in later to them, I still turn their newer stuff... I still listen to their newer stuff with appreciation, but the first are classic. Yours truly, Adam. Adam, great email. Um, all right. Uh, please find your wife. Um, hello, uh, Adam's wife. You seem like a sweet, wonderful woman. My name is Bob. I'm Patrick. And I'm Tom. And we're here to tell you that um, Earth Crisis, uh, while they can do some wrong, they aren't total dog shit. I think to, they have probably two albums at least wrong. Yeah. Two um, yeah. thirds of the room. Yeah. Definitely not total dog shit. We can say with some certainty that they are not uh, white supremacists. Yeah, yeah I with great certainty. Yeah. There is yeah. some strong disassociation there. So um, take it from us, Axe to Grind podcast. Earth Crisis, not white supremacists. Yeah, you could no. you could maybe even call me an Earth Crisis ex- expert. So you know, yeah, I mean yeah. you would know. I got yeah, the ten thousand like hours. So, yeah, you can, you were really, you've done the ten thousand hours that you. Yeah, so really, I can assure you. Um, also, where do you fucking live? Where, where is your, like where is veganism and straight edge becoming like a fucking white power thing? That's only? I'm gonna be. I, look, I don't know this person. Maybe there's some corner of the United States where this is going on, but that sounds like echo chamber. Like one weirdo on the internet has poisoned. Mm. Like that, that's not a, that's well. not a thing. It's just not a. It's not a thing. I feel like white power people take great pleasure in eating animals. I well, like to be like we're I think it the takes all types. I think there's well, some that are on some like no, nah, I would never do that. But they're on the libs by eating that's cheeseburgers. Below me. You know what I mean? I know, uh-huh. I know, right? Cheeseburgers are in the White House. They're trying to take your cheeseburgers yeah. away. Build on the, wall, the libs. wall around the fucking McDonald's. Um Ryan What I would asks, do for a fucking impossible burger from White Castle right now. No, oh, I need one. Lift it. I need Let's one. go. We'll um, you guys both there. We'll go. Let's go. Okay. Are we going at this? We Why not? It's one o'clock. <laughs> no, I got. We were doing. This is late night. I got to go to bed, but I support you guys. You can't go um, to bed. You're not going to bed. I go to bed by two every night. Shut the fuck up. That's a lie. You get sucked down a YouTube hole. <laughs> <laughs> All right. Ryan asks, "Hey guys, since a lot of people are really into metallic leaning hardcore and metalcore these days, do you think anyone would care for a Seven Angels, Seven Plagues reunion for to happen in 2018 or 2019, or has that ship already sailed?" Thanks, Ryan. Thanks for the email. I think people would care. Okay. Small. We're not. They're not headlining the fest. But I feel like there's enough people that got into them because of misery signals. I think they would do okay. Honestly, I think a couple years ago it would have crushed. I think it would have been a big show. Oh, it's on the other side of that. It's on yeah. the other yes. side of yeah. the... It, it, it would still do yeah. fine, yes. but it would have been. But there, so everybody, we talk about reunion windows. That one uh, isn't fully closed, but it's... Uh, it is on the other side of the mountain where you're going to make the most amount of money. Most amount of people are going to care. People are going to travel. It's it, it, it's on the other side of that. Uh, but I bet it does better than I would uh, anticipate. You know, I like Coming down the mountain. Yeah. Great song. Yeah, um, yeah. Uh, it would do fine. It would not do as well as a. Um, that's Jane's addiction, right? Yes. Yeah. Not porno for pyros. Yeah. Tyler asks. What's up, guys? Quick question on your feelings about covers. Do you think some bands are covered too much? Not enough. And a follow-up, what are the best covers you guys have ever seen? P.S. Pat laying in the shower is badass. That's correct. P. 
PSS, but I think he really meant PPS, hmm. right? I don't know. Post postscript. Yeah. yeah, there you go. Um, check out my band from Phoenix for fans of the first first record strife turning point outspoken and demo core construct uh construct they have a release coming out on plead your case oh, i shit. really like this band so okay. shut up right. they're very good very very good we'll, pl- we'll play um, it on some so all those things yeah we'll play them on some shit uh covers covers are cool covers are dope they're a good way to expose people to music they maybe didn't hear. I know when I was young and getting into hardcore, I'd see a band play a song. Everybody goes nuts, but I was the young kid going to the show. I didn't know it. You'd have that side conversation. I'd be like, oh, what is that? That was cool. Or the band would be cool and say, hey, this one's a cover by the band Youth of Today or by the band fucking whatever, blah, blah, blah. Don't do that. Like you, you should fucking know Yeah, no, don't, don't treat it like you're introducing somebody to something you love and uh, give it that respect. Do it well. I've seen some really bad covers. Um, I saw a band cover Youth of Today and Jerry's Kids in the basement of a, a private home in New Jersey at a weird show and it was barely recognizable and it was a band I liked so that was really odd um, what's the best cover you ever saw best cover I've ever seen yeah fuck what's, what's your favorite cover you ever played oh, both of you we don't do a ton. Uh, Firewalker is probably my favorite. Mm-hmm. For Indecision, I think uh, we used to cover Start Today. That's fun. The song. Fun. Cool. Fun. Um, and then for MPB, we did our first show, we did uh, Backtrack. Oh, Backtrack. that's cool. That's really cool. Either that or we did uh, D4 by Unbroken. Nice. All right. All right. Let's... I also played a show where the entire Inside Out 7 inch was covered by four different Cool. Everyone did a song, a song. unbeknownst to each other. That's kind of cool. cool. Yeah, that's really cool, actually. Are there any bands that have covered too much? Too much? It it, it goes in cycles. Like Minor t- threats covered too much, but it's, it's always all, good. Yeah, there was a time when GB was probably covered too much, but, but it was still yeah. no. People don't do it now, um, and that's the we're in an interesting place with covers now because you are almost kind of like, well, do you cover judge now? Because you can just go right. see judge. Do you, do you cover, cover approach? Do you yeah, cover? See, yeah, you don't. So a lot of those options are out. Um, so I think what we're seeing, and something I've always thought was a cool move when it's done right is the cover of a local or obscure band that you actually really like and you own it, but it's for a different reason. Um, you're kind of, you should be making that song your own. If you do it because you're trying to like expose somebody to a classic, well... Maybe the Winds of Change cover you're doing isn't a classic. <laughs> I do love Winds of Change, but I don't know that it's necessary. Unless you make it your own song and then take it, record it, put it on your record, fucking own it up, do it. So I'm looking for a specific question. Mm. For people that don't know, um, the, the, the self-defense has a, has a website that just people have asked questions for a long time. So there's, I'm looking it's at, a fun time. I'm looking at thousands and thousands of questions and yeah. I'm, I'm g- trying to go back to maybe three months ago for mm-hmm. a specific one. So I just get it right. Hundreds but, and hundreds it, of messages. From it, my loyal so fans. <laughs> oh my. Here, but here's one I thought you'd enjoy. Yes. Patrick, 
how is your mother such a wonderful, saintly person, mm-hmm. and you turned out such a turd? Yo, answer that. Can you answer that question? <laughs> yeah, why is that? Rusty, I'm gonna, because I'm gonna, because Rusty was only 50% of the genes. I just, I'm going to respond, I got a dad, too. There you go. That's the answer. <laughs> she, went, she went half on a baby. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. Um, so, okay, I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to just jump in and summarize the sure. question that I think is in here somewhere. Uh, so... Self-Defense released a... This is like when my friend did a zine and recorded it, but then he lost the tape. So he just so did, he it, by just memory? did it by memory? Respect. Oh, boy. Right. Respect. So please, um, go ahead. Do it by memory. Uh, You're a renowned memory. Yeah, everybody loves that. <clears throat> Somebody asked recently, or three months ago, uh, Self-Defense put out an EP that was digital only. Uh, money went to charity, right? Yes. And... Uh, the person was asking, how did we arrive at the decision slash what did it, what did it do or not do for the band and why don't more bands do this? And they said, you know, answer it on the podcast if you can, so you can go on on it. But, um, the, uh, I think that a lot of bands that are bigger than, than self-defense feel pressure to have everything go big and you and be in the marketplace. Sort yeah, of. right. And you can't. It, so, or you give them toss away songs that don't go anywhere anyway. Well, so you can't do that if you're big. So, okay. So I'm talking about two different things okay, here. Yeah. If you are a small fucking band, uh-huh. like my bands are small, but I'm saying even smaller than that. Smaller than self defense. Yeah, if you can imagine. Wow. So the, the micro bands. We call micro. Them. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. It just formed today. Yeah. So if your band just formed today, just out of the bush, yes. uh, <laughs> uh, you can do anything you want. Uh-huh. There's no fucking rules. Sure. No rules. The, ever. the, the bigger quote unquote that you get, the more relationships with labels that you have, the mm-hmm. more uh, it, it, the, there's, there's complications to a thing because people uh, get selfish. It's mm-hmm. not, it's not just that it's, Okay, so for example, I my self-defense wants to play every single show we're offered. Correct. And I say no to a lot of stuff because a thing that has really Pre-mitted. wounded us as a band yes. is I in the past we've done a lot of shows that we knew were going to be bad shows, quote unquote, right? And then when you're trying to be a serious band, oh right, yeah. Those bad shows, those are your numbers. And those bad. hurt you when you are trying to get support right, slots. They look or at that. So, yeah, of course. So this is not a thing that anybody thinks of when. Uh, and my band, we're old now, but we're just we're like basically twenty year olds that want to play all the time. Yeah. So the idea of not of saying no to a show in Tulsa when it makes sense, and then I have to explain. No, look, that's just like if we play in Tulsa, we're going to play in front of. 13 people. I love those 13 people probably for driving two hours to get to that fucking show. However, I know that when our booking agent takes that information to support band Y that wants us to have some impact on their numbers in the Midwest. Sure. Oh, okay. They're good for 13. Yes. Right. So this is the equivalent of a baseball player like sitting out the last game of the season to keep that 300. Exactly. Exactly. Right. And, uh, and that's, this is like a real thing for, for bands of uh, like my bands that can only do well in certain cities, not others. And you want to, quote unquote, make an impact on those cities that you don't do well in. But at the same time, 
you can end up hurting yourself. Well, anyway. And you know, you know what? The way to really look at it, Tom, I think that's a good analogy, was uh, it's game 155 and you are batting 300. And in your contract, if you bat 300... You get a bonus. You get a bonus for next season. Right. And so you sit out those last you know, seven, seven games. games or you can... Yeah. Or you you know, you're, you play in the next game and you get up to 302 and you're like, oh, pff, I'm out. I'm good. I'm good for the rest of the season. And that's what the bonus is. The bonus is, is right. getting those quote-unquote bigger but, slots. Yeah. But if the headliner band were more like the Yankees when mm. CC Sabathia mm. was going to get a bonus if he Ooh. pitched 200 innings and he pitched like 199 and a third because he fucking nailed Took some dude in the dude. back. How cool was that? I was like, I yeah. they gave him the money. Yeah, which yeah, is yeah. fucking cool. No, that, I remember that. that I, don't think think George, like I don't think George Steinbrenner would have done that. No. <laughs> but like the headlining band could have been like, bro, it's Tulsa on a Tuesday. Right, no, sure. We would do the 42 band might, people. The but, agent? Probably not. Right, the agent's going to use it as an excuse to lowball us. Not our agent, but... The, but right, but would use it... Right, right. So Even though they know the deal, yeah, they're oh no, like, for well, sure. we can use this to our yeah. advantage. But, so, but anyway, the, my point is that that's an example of things that uh, are annoying, that you don't yeah. think about when you're just doing a band exclusively for fun because it's fun as fuck, you know? Right. Do you so, think bands are worried about, like, say, like... If you guys aside, like if we're like, all right, we're gonna do this like benefit, you know, four song thing. It's gonna be on Bandcamp. Not gonna have the visibility of something that gets a full release from Run for Cover from fucking. I, I know bands. Do you think people are, are hesitant, being like, there's a there's always the chance that we put the song that fucking breaks oh. us through on this comp that no one's going to see. Oh, I hate that mentality, but I'm sure somebody thinks that. Do you think that exists? That. I'm sure, like, yeah, I'm sure somebody thinks that. Like, yes. they're like, fuck, this could be the song. Yeah. And it's going to be like lost on some I'm corner sure, of the internet. But, uh, you know what? People are so, such fucking low lives with, with comps. They just reuse songs all the time. Right. <laughs> so, or even so, to do like an EP, like a benefit EP yeah. like you would do. Mm-hmm. Like I know the Fury dudes did that and they donated some of their Bandcamp money or did, all yes. of it. Um, but I feel like a lot of bands are probably hesitant to be like, well, you know, like if we're going to write these four songs and you're for all intents and purposes, they're on them away. Yep. Right. As compared to like putting a four song EP out on a bigger label. Right. Those songs wouldn't get like lost in the well, shuffle. Okay. So, but you're also cutting, put bringing in a second party that is taking some of that money. Well, right. And let's, let's talk about, there's a lot to talk about there because Doing EPs in some labels, managers, bands, eyes is a complete waste of your time and hurting you as a band. That's a prevalent view for bands that are bigger than mine. Yeah. Right? yeah. Huh? Uh, it's true. You don't see a lot of bigger bands do like, hey, here's four songs to tide you over. It's because they, Very almo- few. It's yeah. because they almost across the board do not count towards your album count to get out of your contract. Yes. So, oh, so. Uh, so label labels see EPs as strictly speaking free money. Yeah, you know what I mean. (laughs) Because they're giving they're giving you less than it would take to to make to make an LP, and you're still under contract to make another LP. So they just got they just got four songs. Yeah, right, right, for for low money. So uh, for bands that are prolific that want to create things, and this is not my situation, by the way. Everybody, Run for Cover has been magnanimous about this. They, you know, we can do any fucking course, thing we yeah. want, basically. But Good. the the, uh, <clears throat> but uh, it is uh, this is all shit that you know, like, and I uh, having spoken to a couple bands that are bigger than mine about this, they all want to pivot to digital releases like rappers do. They yeah. they all want to do this, right. but the fear 
is that mm-hmm. is that people aren't ready. Uh, and you could get lost. Your right. ship bricks. And your new stuff just isn't getting played. And it counts against you in the same way that having bad show numbers counts right. against you. It counts against you for all the things that... Like, because look, okay. So, how, all right, so that, that Code Orange move was mm-hmm. fucking ballsy then. Yes. You know, no, it was, for certain it was, yes. Like, it was a, that was a big fucking chance to take. Well, because they're coming off an album that they needed their best numbers on, right? right? And then uh, they put out a thing that could have just fucking gone flat. I mean, the collaboration thing, because the, ki- the kid from Slipknot is on that, right? Yes. So yeah. that's a, that's a, that's, that helps. helps a great deal. You know what I mean? Sure. It, helps, it helps put some insurance on it. But yes, it is a ballsy thing. Um, you know, uh, people are real scared that because, you know, <laughs> how much behind the curtain do we want to go here? Yeah. Um, yeah. Those reviewers that you rely on, mm. nobody, yeah. <laughs> literally nobody relies on them yeah. anymore. Only their um, families. Those people, uh, they are looking at numbers. And if you are not important enough to review, the only way you're getting a review is if it's a slow week or you have a, like a funny name or there's like a good story to your band. But, right. but or even if, would, is there anything to do with like if you're tethered to another band? Like, hey, if you want, you know, if you want to, if you're going to review band X on this label that sells 100,000 records, you also have to, you know, if you want the the front, you know, if you want the cover article for fucking Papa Roach, you also got to take fucking self-defense. Okay, so, so interestingly, <laughs> interestingly, uh, is that a thing? I know the labels that I know that range from, you know, like the, ra- the labels in our world uh, yeah. to... Big but not massive. Yeah. They all claim, and they might be lying to me. the 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 big ones might be lying to me that they they don't actually have that type of penetration in like the blog world or yeah. the YouTube world. Yeah. They can't actually manipulate. The, they can't manipulate right. those yeah. people the same way that they used to do for magazines. You, you know what I mean? So, right, right. and maybe they're lying. May, you know, I'm sure some of these people are all fucking frauds and right. whatever. You can but leverage certain things. Absolutely, sort of, but yeah. but uh, uh, it's not really a threat anymore when everybody can just download or everybody can just stream a thing and whatever. Yeah, you know. Right. But at any rate, the the point is that uh, uh, for my size band. Yeah. Uh, it doesn't help or hurt us. It just makes a couple bucks for a charity. Which is cool, yeah. Uh, and, uh, you know, had goodwill and visibility and all that shit, and I guess that's good. Sure. Uh, but, but, but you it, also had access to recording. Well, that's another thing. Life right, 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 you know, right. Like, Not everybody can do that. We can also, you know, we can record for, you know, $1,500 and it sound pretty fucking good. And, right. and a lot of bands, if you're playing metal, you can't do that. Yeah, whatever. Right, right. whatever. Um, but the, the point is... Uh, it was uh, it's something that we're gonna do more often because it's I mean there's a lot of fucking causes that yo know, if you can re- yeah if, a couple bucks man if you can record for fucking peanuts and then yeah. get it out like we record EPs for free all the time so like why the fuck not you know like, yeah right right so right. Um, and it's not like the well runs dry where some bands do got to worry about that I had a friend in like a metal band that did well and it was he basically had the concern that you did that right. you mentioned which is like oh shit. Did we put our best songs on that EP? Right. Fuck. It wasn't for charity, and it did well for them. Right, right. But right. it, but it could never, but it could never do as well as an LP. And right. in some respects, 
hurt him. You know it what I mean? It's, lost. In yeah. some respects. Yeah. Uh, but anyway, so that's my long form answer to, yeah, you know what? If you're a small band and it makes uh, some fucking worthy cause, fucking $65. Yeah, do it. <laughs> fucking do it. Why not? Yeah. Uh, but if you're a big man, I get your I get your anxieties because somebody somebody's always gonna hold something against you. That's the way it goes. Sure, yeah. the boat is moving. There you go. Adam says, "Hey dudes, haven't written in a while. Figured I'd throw out a few questions for further discussion." Okay, all right. Integrity two thousand. Maybe it's because I am from Scum Central Cohoes. I don't know if I can listen to the <laughs> remainder of this question. I don't see the hate for the record, especially in 2018. Oh, that part I agree with. It seems that the heavier side of things are more, more prevalent now than ever. Granted, I still much prefer humanity's the devil slash for those who fear tomorrow. But I still think, especially now, there's a place for Integrity 2000. Yeah, sure. I think it's a bad record, but... I feel like people, like, it's been washed from the canon. Yeah. Uh, yeah, but like, I... You know, and I mean, in Cohoes, I mean, outside of Cleveland, yeah, Integrity's home. Yeah, Albany. yeah, yeah, yeah. You're not finding you're not finding a more integrity style place than than Cohoes, New York. Yeah, yeah it's true. Uh, I think that th- I think that that music uh, is bad. I do think that it appeals yep. to somebody who is uh, younger than me and yep. uh, grew up on stuff that was more the- adjacent to that. Yeah, yeah. Like so, look. If you want to, if you like Slipknot and yeah. and uh, you could do worse than Integ Two Thousand, sure, I guess. Sure. All right, uh, gangs, crews, and hardcore. So I totally understand why this is something to tiptoe around. However, I think it's unfortunate that a discussion about the pros slash cons of it being so ingrained in the hardcore community and able to be discussed because of a few loose cannons. Um, we don't talk about gangs and crews because there's not much to be said. Yeah, for the most part, people people understand what's up. They have their opinion. If that's yeah. something that they like about hardcore, something that they hate about hardcore, uh, it's a subgenre filled with fucked up people. Yep. The, some people are just more fucked up than the other fucked up people. Well, he, here's what I'll say on this topic: is people aren't going to want to hear this if they're in a community where this feels like a problem for them. But having survived uh boom periods in in gang recruitment this is a very chill era that we are in right now and if you're getting punched in your head somewhere yeah and what i'm saying isn't your experience i hear you but but it was pervasive for a while i'm saying i travel the country quite a bit and it's not the circumstance that it was 15 years ago yeah so uh so yeah that um there's not much to say uh, if you think that stuff's fascinating, there's plenty of places for you to go look for it. This is probably not one of them. Although I will say, if you find that stuff fascinating, take what you read online with an absolute grain of salt. Yes. And I may, if you find that stuff fascinating, maybe don't because the fiction is better than the truth. Uh, you know what? Often. So, uh, let's do a couple more. Yeah. Sure. Here we go. All right. This person, I don't even know what everybody. It's one thirty in the morning. If we, if we, if we, you know what though? I'm feeling pretty good. I'm, all I'm right. feeling like I'm feeling like death. Yeah, I'm I not see gonna that. feel good at four. You're low. You're home. low sugar. He's low food. He didn't eat. I haven't eaten. That's what I'm saying. You're low since sugar. Like one o'clock, like twelve hours. Do you know ago. how belligerent I'd be if I hadn't eaten since one p.m. I'm, I'm a nice person. Yeah, you are a nice person. I've, I've been, been at hang- work. Since I'd be hangry. I really, yeah. 
You'd be I asking love you guys me, and I love the podcast. You'd be asking me about bands I like, and I'd be like, "Yo, fuck that, fuck fuck, <laughs> fuck one away, suck a dick." Okay, exactly. ready? All right, yeah. this is a good question. This one I didn't. I don't okay. think we read All this. Right. We didn't read the bad seed question on the air, did we? I don't know. Okay, I don't think we did. Well, if, if we, we did, did, we'll probably give you a different answer because yeah. we're all tired. Yeah, exactly yeah. right. Oh, this is, we'll keep this exciting. Two-hour drive home. Um, uh, what's up, Pat, Bob, and Tom? Hey. My name is Mark. I'm from the Quad Cities, Illinois side, about two and a half hours west of Chicago on the Mississippi River. Okay. Cool. I was wondering how much of an impact Bad Seed had on hardcore in their short-lived career. Between 2008 and 2010, they seemed like quite a palpable entity. Now it seems that their name has gone silent as time has gone by. If they put out a proper full length or two, would they have overshadowed Trapped Under Ice during that time? No. And consequently no taking their place Sorry. in hardcore history? Yeah, no way. How massive was their set at Sound and Fury 2009? Was that their first time on the West Coast? All the videos make it feel like a bomb went off. Thank you for everything you do, Mark. Mark, great That's questions. Um, let me just, just kind of clear all this up because... I don't remember seeing any video from 2009. They played, they played, yeah, yeah, they played sound. We booked nuts? them. Yeah, it was, no, no, it wasn't nuts. It was no. a good set. It was good. That's own worldview is hard. <laughs> no, it was good. Um, so let me say, this is a mess. at the time, Bad Seed was not a big deal. No. Nope. Kind of, I, I, they grow with title fight? I'm going to go, yes. I'm going to go with not a big deal. I agree. They but, were not. But I think that this was. Definitely talked about way more. You're remembering later. They started being talked about oh, after maybe, the maybe. fact because the generation of people got into hardcore through Title Fight, and it was like, oh, you know, these Bad guys had Seed. A hardcore yeah, band right, right, right. No, wait, wait. Are we saying after Bad Seed broke up? Yeah. Because yes. I think during, while they were around, this was uh, a topic some of conversation. Talked about them, but like in the way that people talk about now, something like uh, like One Step Closer. Mm. You know, like it's like, oh, this is this cool new band. Mm. They could really do something, right. you know. I think um, once, a, if maybe I'm off, but I think once up closer has more buzz than bad. Yeah, band. yeah, they did. All right, so and they weren't tethered to a band that was exploding. So I got the answers from Adam Rifkin, who was the drummer of Bad Seed. Okay, I texted him, got the answer. That's cool. He appreciated this question. I can answer that. Not a very big impact at the time. Seems like we had a bigger impact after we broke up, but I w still wouldn't say we had a very big impact compared to bands that were around longer. Uh, on the question on if they put out a full length or two, if they would have overshadowed TUI, not a chance. Mm -hmm. TUI was a well-oiled machine that had their finger on the pulse of what was going on. People adjusted to whatever they did, not vice versa. They also toured nonstop. We were young kids that just wrote whatever we wanted to hear, and a lot of people were put off by it until we went away. Everything seems like it makes more sense in hindsight. But we would have never surpassed TUI, nor would we have wanted to try and compete with them. They were and still are our homies. Sound of Fury set was cool, but wasn't that wild. I would say there was a big buzz for us, so a lot of people watched us, but mostly spread out because of a handful of people who were moshing really aggressively. Great set. Just don't think it was that big, especially compared to a lot of the other sets that year. So this is something that I'll talk about. If you have now grown up in an era where you think that a room that is spread thin by the mosh pit is the results of a good set... You are sadly mistaken, my friend. That is a bummer for the show. band. For the band yeah. and theoretically everyone who isn't an active participant. Yeah. If you think that's super fun, I'm sad for you. The fuck you horseshoe is the worst thing ever. And and like yo, the fuck you horseshoe becomes the fuck you forty feet from the stage. Brutal. And because it's like, oh, you, you guys decided to eclipse the wall to wall to wall mosh. Yeah. All right. If you think that's cool and fun, go for it. Everybody, fam, do it. 
I see that in videos, I'm out. I'm, oh, you, I can't stand near the... I'm out. I'm, I don't and not care. Not even as a hot take. I don't think this is a hot take. But Ooh. I think that adversely, since everything is fucking documented now, yeah. if I'm a kid or an adult yes. watching a video and I see four people up front, I go... That yeah. sucks for this band. They might have had a bonkers react. I mean, but it looks like nobody gives a fuck about Correct. this band. Now, a lot of people talk about this Bad Seed video. Uh, it was cool. If you see other videos from that show, uh, the Trash Talk video, uh, Guns Upset, Trapped that- Under Ice set, Ceremony played their entire discography up to that point at that show. Uh, if you see the, the title fight, one? Uh, no, the wild no, outbreak no, one. No, no, no. This was years later. This is the year title fight played. Tra- Trapped under ice played. Touche Amore played. All pretty early. Tra- Trapped under ice set was crazy. That's the year floor punch played. Uh, the despise you set actually went pretty big. Mm. Mind eraser played that year and that was pretty wow. big. Um, one of the first nails shows, I think, cool. was that year, but that was not big. No. But there was a lot of cool shit that happened. Um, we had ceremony play on the smaller of the two stages. The Bad Seed set was cool. Bad Seed's popularity rose with the rise of heavier hardcore stuff and a lot of people from Pennsylvania talking it up. And, yo, there's no diss to it. I, I, I think that's cool. Yeah, um, but it's not. The legend superseded the size of the band. Sure. Um, but great question, Mark. Thank you for yes, messaging thanks, us. Um, Pat, you got any other questions over there? I mean, I got millions. I, Give I, us one. Give us one more. <coughs> we'll close it out. Okay. Uh, let's see. Oh, we do. We'll do. We'll, we'll do yours. We'll yeah. do yours, and then we'll do one more. The non-core ones are fun. Okay. Non-core are fun. Uh, like. I'm trying to think of what is really relevant to us. Um, uh, a lot of candy questions because uh, I'm scrolling back to when we announced those candy shows. Uh, <clears throat> Because I'm yelling on the street. I don't know what's happening. A lot, of, a lot of people felt... Uh, did we make a reference on here about candy and blacklist in some way? Because people were very mad. and They know. said that there was no crossover there, that that's totally different audiences. And, I, and maybe I'm old. I don't know. I don't know. <laughs> sure. If we did, sorry? Yeah, but I, I don't, don't know. think that's... I don't know. Um, Sounds like some of your older fans got their bunches in a britches or something. Some, that somebody's is asking a about a knocked loose uh, song and video. So this has got to be from months ago when the single came out. And they say, are they going for it? It's a fun throwback to late night metal videos. Is that the one that they're in the water? I don't know. I feel like every heavy band, their videos are now ludicrous. Because as soon as they get budgets, they're doing like weird things. This video is pretty wild. If is it? Thinking about it. It. Yeah. They're like playing. And it's called like, I think the song is called like The Rain or something. And it's uh, like yeah, they're yeah, playing, it. and it's yeah. like the water is like rising around them until like it's almost at like neck level. It's pretty legit. It's very well. It's like yeah, some put a couple dollars behind. Okay, I, I mean I'm not mad at a good video, but I feel like I feel like bands were so desperate to get away from playing in a warehouse that now they're like having practical effects, like 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 it's <laughs> you know what I mean? um, a lot of green screen. Yeah, but. Anyway, uh, so I got thousands of questions. I don't know how many of them actually uh, are like hardcore questions. So maybe do a little pre-pro next. Oh, time. Yeah, my bad. My bad. Coming in strong, our buddy Mike Lawson. Non-core questions. You guys ready? Hold sure. on. I just want to point out. Yeah. Tom, how many questions does that say I can't there are? See from this fucking angle. Uh, oh, it says fifteen. <laughs> what does it say? Five thousand. It says fifty-six thousand nine hundred seventy-nine questions. 
over the past it, 18 years? Yeah, over, yeah. Th- I mean, ten, probably ten. how many years? Ten. It could be 10. Yeah. Uh, how many of those did you write yourself? Uh, one. I, I, I did yeah. ask myself a question one time. That's um, like the equivalent of calling into like the college radio station and requesting your own. So song. do we just need to? Why don't we just answer all those? We could just go through them. All fifty six thousand, almost fifty seven. Um, we're it, just getting started, man. <laughs> okay, fuck it. It's one thirty in the morning. All right, yeah. Um, here's a question that is yeah. It's we get a slight yeah. echo. Um, here's a question that's uh, weird. Uh, and actually, Tom, you might have some insight on this because y- you give this type of music more play than I think Bob and I do. How much do you think Matt Skiba made from Alkaline Trio uh, that would motivate him to join Blink-182? Do you think he, like... He probably made a decent living. I think he did. But you're talking now he's a fucking millionaire. Yeah. Several times over. You th- from playing... Uh, look... 1,000%, dude. I'm going to be... Hold on. I'm going to say something fucked up. I don't know Matt Skiba, nor do I know his finances. Okay. Right. So everybody take this with a very big grain of salt. Um, we got an insider. Oh, do, oh, do we? Oh, we do, Friend don't we? From Chicago. Yeah, we do. So um, I would, yeah, he's definitely a millionaire now. No, okay, hold on. So before we proclaim anybody a millionaire, let me just say you that, Google him on that weird no, 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 no. I'm just gonna say that <laughs> it's not inconceivable that he is ma- making because he, does he write on the records? Yeah. Oh well, okay. And he now can, he's yeah. like it's it started out as like Blink One Eighty Two with Matt Skiba. Yeah. Now it's, now it's Blink One Eighty Two. Like he's. He's just in. Okay, because I because wow. that money's getting split four ways because my mo- Tom DeLonge is still getting paid. Of course, he is okay. Uh, wow. So, but these bands are like, you know, they're headlining a festival, fucking half a million dollars. Right, but but okay, and merch and it's fucking so, wild so, so, shit. So let me tell a tale out of school, uh, r- real quick uh, on somebody else's money. Celebrity uh, it's celebrity time. Uh, it's one time. And, and he, here's the celebrity talk. Uh, everybody knows this guy in LA. Uh, the dude who moves out there is Magic Johnson. Is either a session musician, LA, like is either a session musician, or uh, yeah, like a studio guy of some type, whatever. Sure. Um, Tommy Lee. And then, oh, you're now the touring guy. Oh, you're the touring guy for a big indie band. Right. Oh, you haven't made time to buy a house. Oh, wait a second. This is a real story now. Uh, you asked to be included in the writing credits on the new record because you did feel, you really feel like you added a lot with your bass playing and you did write those parts. Uh oh, you're summarily fired <laughs> and no more, no more money because you didn't have any of the fucking writing. You had no publishing whatsoever. Yeah. So uh, don't try to get in here because we'll just cut you out fully. Right. So but those dudes are such marks for Skiba. Mm-hmm. That I bet you. I don't know when it comes to money. Sometimes, I, look, when I'm just saying. How much to go around? You and I think like that. That's part of the reason we're not in Blink 182. That's right. So Matt Skiba's net worth. Matt Skiba is an American so- singer, songwriter, and guitarist with a net it. worth of three million dollars. Okay, all right. According to this, yeah, I feel like it's more than that. I don't. Even if, so, you don't get. I think. I think he's making five hundred dollars a show. Guaranteed. <laughs> so Blink 182. They don't sell a fucking record anymore. No one gives a fuck. <sighs> Probably some streams. Sure. So even if he doesn't get any publishing, if he just gets a third of the money at those shows, dude is making what he made in Alkaline Trio in a weekend. But they set the terms. They could say Matt Skiba. They needed him. They don't need anybody. Nobody gives a fuck about Matt Skiba. Like, <clears throat> they needed someone to fill that hole, and he did it. Yeah, but uh, mm. Blink-182 is a stadium band. Alkaline Trio Have you seen Plus 44 Because it was the same band Without 
either ski boat or <laughs> okay, but, along, you know what I mean? and they couldn't catch a cold. That's so. a compelling point. Yeah, yeah, but right. but yeah. I'm just saying, is Skiba, and look, I like Skiba more than I like Blink-182, so yeah. don't... You do? I do. Uh, Pat, Pat low-key fucks with Alkaline Trio. There's, yeah, there's like three songs I like, yeah. Have you ever um, heard Dude Ranch? Jesus uh, Christ. <laughs> yeah, if nothing positive. Alkaline Trio blows Blink out of the yeah, Dude Ranch, though. Oh, my God. Listen to Dude Ranch. Um, well, did you see Weird aside? I, I don't know. I mean, we can discuss that, or we can look at stream numbers. Sure. <laughs> Dan Andriano who I think might be your go-to guy in Alkaline Trio, okay. the second singer. Kind of sounds like Elvis Costello yep. with the lisp. Now is in The Damned Things. He oh. plays bass in The Damned Things. Okay. Are you familiar with The Damned no. Things? No. Is it The Damned? So, no. It's So it's the weirdest band ever. It's a kid it's, from... It's, it's, it's two guys from All Out, uh, Fall Out Boy. The okay. drummer and the guitar player, Joe yep. Troman. The two hardcore kids. Uh-huh. Uh, uh, Scott Ian from Anthrax. Yes. Singer from Every Time I Die. Okay. And now Dan Andriano on the bass. Uh, yo. Dude's got to make some money while his other guy is fucking doing his shit with Blink. Doing stadiums. Yeah. Uh, here's the deal. I think you're probably right. Maybe this is all old homies and everybody's hooked up and everybody's treated fairly. But when you're Blink-182, you're the, you're the elephant. You're the gorilla. You're the 400-pound gorilla. You set the terms. If you say to Matt Skiba, hey, Matt. We really want you to play. Yeah, one eighth. Yeah, you, you're making. Guess what? Yo. One eighth. Still dope. There's still hardcore dope. bands with publishing that is really okay. weird. Deal with me on this. So. Yo, I think I hate this band. So That's say okay. you're three hundred thousand dollars. I get a guarantee. Three hundred grand. Fucking Travis gets forty percent. Uh, the other guy, other guy gets forty percent. Yeah, what's his name? Marcel. Mark. Mark, Mark. Mark gets forty percent. Skiba gets twenty percent. Still sixty grand, dude. I'm saying they might pay Skiba in t-shirts. I don't know. <laughs> Even if it's ten percent, it's thirty grand. They might pay him in, in frozen bananas at the at the, the, the concessions. I have the no ideas. <laughs> I have no idea. I'm just saying that. We have, so our friend. In Chicago, if you'd like to, uh, yeah, chime, dry, yeah. chime in, chime in, uh, dime, dime out, dime out on Skiba. Let us know what's, what's up. The podcast, uh, there's. Um, I don't want to throw him under the bus because okay, he's our insider. Yeah, yeah, yeah that's true. But okay. there are, are um, there's two podcasts in Chicago that better we are, yet podcast and as you were, as you were. Shout out to both of you. Um, hi Tim, hi Dave. I'm not mad at Skiba. I wanted Skiba to have things. I hope you're happy, Skiba. I hope you're making money. I'm just, I, I am always on the like. Shout out Tom DeLong. No, cool. I'm not shouting. Fighting UFOs. Tom DeLong. Oh, he's the UFO you. guy. He probably yeah, is yeah, flat Earth. Yeah, you got like a guy. Fuck him. I'll that's like inner circle. You could probably ask. Yeah, actually, he's probably. I, I, you know what? I'll have an answer for this next time we fucking. You ask, well, yeah, we, you know, but even just for our yeah, sake. Yeah, 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 we'll yeah, what do you think, so and so? And he'd probably be like, "Oh, it's one thirty-three percent each." Yeah. I mean, there's bands that cut in their fucking merch guy, even. That's true. Yes, but I there's also bands in our world where sure. d- you, would, you weren't on the record and you aren't, we're not, you're not actually in the band. So we're going to give you half of what everyone else gets. Well, I mean, if if the Misfits numbers that I heard were nah. right, Doyle straight up no Vaseline, mm. comparatively. Mm. Like we're talking like But that's what I'm saying Those other two dudes got like when, when, Seven figures when And he got sets, like five Who sets the terms Sometimes you can't say no I don't want to know What Matt Skiba's finances are But maybe if they're like Hey Matt We're gonna tour for three months this year You're gonna make a thousand dollars Every night And he's like That doesn't seem fair You guys are gonna make 
fucking yeah. you know 50 grand a piece each night and he's like and he, they're like well you know what i mean we could replace you with the guy at the car wash like it, right, so he might have been like i'll just go back to Ontario. i have a good backup plan yeah but it's, that's still lucrative i have i have a newsflash though that's still his backup plan do you know what i'm saying like that's always I in mean, the they talk. Just put out a record it's always in the tour. Talk, you know yeah i don't know I hope you're rich. Skiba. Featuring Mar- uh, Jared Alexander of mm. every hardcore oh, yeah, band. That's true, yeah. He plays drums for them now. How come Pizza Ranch isn't the same as the ranch in your refrigerator? Hmm. Does un- anyone bottle the ranch that is sold with pizza? That's a compelling Good question. question. Yeah. I'd- Weird regional, too. I mean, unless you're just talking about like Papa John's or something. But even if you get like a ranch slice, it doesn't taste the same as something you put no, on that's your That's true. <clears throat> it's a good well, that's, they put it through the oven when it's on the slice. Hmm. Interesting. Oh, I'm so hungry. <laughs> How cool would it be to be able to moonwalk well? I can moonwalk all right. No, I, well, bare, I don't sock. know. I think we both think that. And then I think if you videoed us, it would not It'd be bad. Uh, yeah, right. it wouldn't be great. Probably. And then you um, watch him do it, and it's like, yeah, know, it's different. Now, now you know why they played yeah. yeah, why he was doing it on stadium instead. Yeah. And why it exploded from that night. On. So it would be cool. Really cool. Yeah. Yeah. Just pop that off on the sidewalk. Oh my god! Yeah, like you walk past something, you're like, "Let me just scoot back there." Yeah, yeah. you don't have to turn around. He's like, "Doom, doom, yeah." Oh my god, this fucking. Are the Red Hot Chili Peppers the worst successful rock band of our lifetime? No, Weezer. Close. Weezer. Foo Fighters. There's a there's Foo Fighters better than Chili Peppers. Foo Fighters and Chili Peppers are a similar space for me. Both better than Weezer. What's a worse rock band? I don't know. There's worse. Weezer's pretty bad. Imagine Dragons, bro. Come on, man. Yeah, I don't, I don't know even if, know if, if I dislike that's rock. Them. I don't no, even know if that's rock. Um, they yeah. have the one song. They have the song we talked about, right? Um, but, all right. So if did you see the Weezer the footage of, Weezer Island of of um, what's it, Rivers Cuomo covering Destiny's Child? Yo, I'm yeah, I'm gonna throw up. I hate this it fucking shit. I, yo, is it was like him? No, we no, uh, we don't want no scrubs. And and I'm looking. I'm like. Oh, it was you were, TLC. It was TLC. Yo, like yeah. yeah. This, Rest in peace, Left Eye. Th- this guy. R.I.P. Left Eye. Do you th- oh, here's a real question. This is going to sound self-involved and yeah. maybe like a little. It made me like Pinkerton and the Blue Album. Less. Like five to eight percent less. less yeah. And I really like those records. And then I do too. Pinkerton, if you really listen to it, mad problematic. Of course, <laughs> yes, it's it is. really fucked up. I have it's no doubt. really fucked up. So what were you going to say? Um, oh, tell me if this sounds self-involved. Is yeah. he actively trolling me? Is does is Rivers Cuomo? Does he does he know who I am? Know we that this is going to bother me and do it to hurt me? Do we need to do a wellness check? Because I feel like I'm at back at work <laughs> and I need to. You're the client that says like, "Yo, Jay Z stole all my lyrics." Like, right, or, "Yo, I got I was molested by Breck and Meyer." Breck and, I always uh, when I tell people that story, I say Miles Teller. So okay, right, so, yeah. so I'm throwing people under the bus that uh, that I'm like, so, "Yo, there's no way you're a Dominican kid from the South Bronx. You've never met Breck and Meyer." Yeah, yeah. like there's it's just he's not not a chance. Yeah. That that actually happened. Yeah, we can get the dudes from basement to send some videos, texts to to you, <laughs> yeah. like confirming or denying. Like, oh hi Patrick, it's Rivers. It's oh my god, oh, what that if, would what be pretty River, amazing. What if and Rivers, he starts singing songs to you through the video message? Have you seen any of the video? Like when he does like his little, I think he does no scrubs acoustic. Yes, and he's in a boat a that says boat. the SS yep. Weezer. Okay, so Yo, check it. So check it out. It capsizes. Check it out. I learned this today yeah. when Uncle Jerry, who's in my mother's basement right now, yeah. says I, he asked me about my music and yeah. shit, mm-hmm. and, and then he goes, "Oh, I just saw in the news that Wubber uh, filled the Times Union Center." Wubber, and, and I said, "I don't know." And, and in my head, I'm like, "I know that this is Weezer." Okay, yes. definitely. But then it came on again because Albany News is so fucking tired of that there's n- what else are they going to fucking yeah. show? And it cuts to the to the 
fucking boat thing. And I said, and I'm trying to relate to my uncle Jerry and I go, you know, the band that opened this actually opened for my band and I'm in yeah. poverty and they're, and they're chilling with, the w- with, with Wubber. Yeah. yeah. And, and I, uh, I had a mix of emotions. Well, how do you feel about this? They just, I would just like to point out basement played the garden. Yeah. Yes, which yeah, is yeah. so fucking cool, man. Like they played the garden. Then they went upstate and did a tour of Albany. Yeah. The egg New York state museum. No way. Yeah. Did you see them Sorry. when you were up there? No, but had I known that they were in town, I actually would have reached yeah. out. I wouldn't have gone to the goddamn the show. Weezer tag. Go ahead and scroll that. Um, oh. I, I wouldn't have gone to the That's show. That's not the way to scroll. Oh, I, I mean, don't know. How do you scroll? Like how do you scroll? That's I a cool... This is a person who enjoyed Weezer. Who's enjoying Weezer in a way that would make you go, oh, what's wrong with your life, Patrick? Oh, okay. Yeah, she's doing all right. That's, wrong, a, that's a Weezer super fan. Um, I'm going to jump out the don't window. I don't know how we're you guys are doing. Done. We're almost done. We're, this is it. This is as much Weezer talk as yeah. I can handle in How important does a person have to be before they're considered assassinated instead of just murdered? Whoa. That's fucking amazing. Um, Actually, see. assassination just applies to any political motivation. So, uh, Ooh, it, it, technical boom. answer. <laughs> so, so that's the technical answer. Um, but that is obviously... Uh, allows for a lot of if someone if a if shooter shot Tommy Lee assassinated Tommy Lee was assassinated uh Tommy know. Lee the drummer or Tommy Lee Jones which the drummer okay uh, and the and both same either. time oh Right. Double assassination. They're Je- both in the Viper Club. And jealous, jealous lover f- comes in on both of them. Yeah, or they don't like their left wing politics. Oh, it's, wow. it's your bo- what's his name? Uh, uh, Howard. Yo, Tommy Lee got very angry with Travis Scott or one of these guys that's doing like a like, like a big stadium thing right yes. now because it has the, the rotating, the, drum, the, the thing. rotating uh, drum thing. And stepping on his coat. Yes. Big mad. Mm. Big mad. Um, you know what? Uh, Tommy Lee is that an assassination? If you're a fan. Maybe I think that's the that's the threshold I'm. Throwing. I'm trying to Are think. Are you more like famous if, than Tommy Lee at this moment? Like uh, John Lennon was he assassinated? He was like, assassinated. Would you think? Yeah. So it didn't have a political motivation, really. Yeah, I don't know if I would say he was assassinated. I wouldn't say. He was like I'm trying the to think. Like, what the, he was I, I'm sure. Yeah. They did. I'm sure they did. But I uh, like was Gumby assassinated on Saturday Night Live? Yes. <laughs> no pictures, please. Yeah. Yes. <laughs> uh, hey, Gumby. <laughs> okay. Well, that, you know what? That's a very good, That's question. A very good question. Yeah. That and and yeah, they they say he was assassinated. Um, did you like Waterworld? Fuck yes. yeah! Hell fucking yeah. I've never seen it. Yo, you should. Within the first ten minutes, I think Kevin Costner pisses in a bag and then recycles it into drinking water. Yeah. So it's, it's, it's a classic. Isn't it insane that the Berlin Wall was still a thing in our lifetime? Uh, I think about the Berlin Wall often. If you've ever watched, there's maybe the History Channel, maybe maybe Amy uh, did a Berlin Wall documentary mm. that I got very very emotional. Yeah. I this uh, new emo pad or is this before? No, this is this like four years ago. But yeah. but uh, whenever you. Yeah, so a lot of people get angry at obviously for good reason. Yeah. Uh, separating family members from each other, all that yeah, stuff is yeah, hard pulling stuff. As you know, I can be pretty weird about some things, and when you tell people that they can't go to a place that they formerly could just walk to, weird. I, I get very, very emotional. I get weird on yes, their behalf. Sure. You know, you know what I mean. You get very libertarian. I do get a yeah. a, t- a touch Reddit libertarian. I yeah. remember watching it. The, the it coming down and that yeah. whole thing on TV and I just remember that being a really like whoa this is a really important thing I'm watching in real life then like I watched right David now. Hasselhoff sing it to the ground mm, yes that's pretty great yes 
Um, I saw a trailer for what's sure to be an awful movie about a guy who wakes up one day and the Beatles never existed, yeah. but he remembers them. He does all of their songs as their as if they're his own. This is I, could, I saw this yeah, you saw, trailer. If yeah. you could go back in time, whose art would you steal to pass off as your own? You'd do that shit. This is okay. So this is a great concept for a short story that probably can't sustain a movie. Uh, that like this would be a fun science fiction, like science fiction magazines. Like this should be back to Back to the Future Four. Right. Yeah. Like, yeah. Did yeah. you see the the trailer for this? I did. Yeah. It's cool. Yeah. I mean, it looks like it would be entertaining enough. Yeah, it gets so, a little, you know, it gets a little too heartfelt. Who's uh, you know the premise? Or whose art would I steal? Yeah. You can go back in time. Or somebody didn't exist and you can now do it. Like, I can just be like, hey, I wrote this? Yeah. Well, the first thing that comes to mind is stupid shit that would make me poor anyway. Which yes, is so 100%. I'd be like, I would write the two Angels of Light song that I love so much, right, and then I'd be like, fucking poverty. The first person I thought of was Jeff Buckley. Okay. And who died poor. So, like, it. Okay. Yeah, but and had I'll, he lived, he may not have been. And I'll, right. I'll go with Led Zeppelin 4 and call it a die, guys. Okay, Fair. there you go. All right. It's a tough. Yeah, I mean, it's tough. The premise, though, is cool. And it's All like, right, it is cool. have you seen the trailer? No. So, the whole thing is like, he, so he's like, you know, coming to like hanging out with like his girlfriend, and it's like, hey, she's like, so he's you, like you, you wrote that? like, That's a great song. That's incredible. And then he becomes so he, this huge phenomenon. He, go, he goes, no It's the fucking Beatles. Yeah. <laughs> she's like, it, What's the uh, Beatles? Yeah. Okay. Is that where we're at? We're almost done. Okay. How insane was the first person who heard a parrot speak? Like none of his Holy friends believed fuck. him. He thought he was losing his mind. Holy right? fuck. That's pretty fucking That's brutal. pretty good, right? I always loved those like, who was the first guy to try like cow milk? Yeah. Yo, I swear to God, right? And for whatever that's worth. Yeah. Jesus. Yeah. I swear to you guys. Yeah. I swear to the evil con. You know, that I, that I watched a cat dance once. And, pe- <laughs> and people... Th- Were you not sleeping well? No, no, like on two feet, it was dancing. <laughs> did he and, dab? And, and, <laughs> did he do this? Like, did you see like, the cat dancing yeah, video? Yeah, did yeah, you yeah, see yeah. the cat dancing No, this was before this. This was, this was uh, Mr. Jones by Counting Crows was on the, on, on the, on the oh, MTV. No. Fucking 92.3. Yeah, it was like 1992. And the family cat i swear to jesus stood on his two feet and started dancing and he's like i can get down that amder apparently he's a big fan of this cat but <laughs> were you down at the new amsterdam staring at some yellowhead girl yeah, I was, yeah we were very <laughs> mr tipples so, i swear to god that cat that cat danced on two, two legs i fuck with the first two kind of crows a lot Great of people records. do yeah, very good good rock records man is it true that your ears never stop growing uh, so I heard. I feel yeah, like I, I, f- I feel like I'm proof positive, my dude. I started at a bad place and even got <laughs> yeah. washcloth or loofah. Neither washcloth. No, yeah, it doesn't. Neither. It doesn't wash. No. Wash air. Do you brush side to side or top to bottom? What is br- brush on brush what? Brush your teeth. Oh, side to side. Oh, I I do like a circle. Yeah, kind of. Yeah, kinda, kinda, yeah, yeah, yeah. 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 Uh, better minute work song. Down under. Who can it be now or overkill? Who can it be now? Don't they do it's a mistake? I think it's a mistake. Is the is that yeah. is that men at work? I don't know. That's a great that's a beautiful song. Okay, uh, while you look for that. Do people who wear glasses yeah, it's wear mistake. them great during song. sex? I bet some do. Some probably some, some, some probably some. have to. Huh? Yeah. Just to see, you know. <laughs> yeah, you don't want to yeah, yeah. you got to catch a scene. If you're sighted yeah. sometimes it's hard to figure out where things go. So. Yeah. How many pillows do you sleep on? If it was my preference, I would sleep with maybe one very firm pillow. Uh, Amanda currently has, I believe, thirty-four pillows. Yeah, there you go. Somewhere. Anyone fuck with a body pillow? I'm not mad at them. It's good for your back. I'm good with that. Yeah, yeah. Because you're not supposed to like if you lay on your side. It's real. I I think like like if you can get like an anime body pillow, you know. Oh yeah, this has no face. Oh okay, no. Um, I. uh, Who's the singer from Men at Work? uh, Isn't that Colin? Colin Hay. 
Colin Hay. Colin Hay, yes. Yeah. <laughs> He's got funny. a song on the Garden State soundtrack mm-hmm. that I highly recommend. Very sad, very beautiful. Okay. Uh, he's a very talented guy. It's a Mistake is, is, is the uh, Men at Work song. Uh, it's... It's like kind of their anti-nuclear proliferation song, it's and it's just, just great. Yeah. Like bandit, the bed's burning. Uh, yeah. Um, yo, what did you just ask? Uh, how many pillows do you sleep with on your bed? Oh, very important that everybody knows this. Here's a weird thing about me. I like pillows. a couch pillow yeah, a lot. Wait, yeah. A lot. You tore too much. Yeah, I do no, tore, I love, I do tore I, too I, much. It was up to me. I think we've said it before. If I could just sleep on a couch every day, I would. I'm going to tonight. Yeah, I'd prefer a couch. Yeah. Love like if, if it wasn't frowned upon, yeah. I'd get rid of my That's bed how and just have my bedroom. So speak. many people feel this way. Yeah. I know. I think this is. I was talking to Patrick about this earlier. I was like, can we just break the way people are supposed to live? I was like, I don't even really want a house. I just want crash pads where I can go. And it's like, I have five or six different crash pads and I pay between 50 and 200 dollars a month piano tears as they say for the rich people there you I, go yeah and i just i stop i i it's like yo yeah i i, I have a half uh i have a cot like in this bedroom shares. yeah exactly and it's maybe pretty loose and when i can drop drop in yeah, yeah. and then we can also start to sleep on couches there's why i slept on a wider couch once that was long and it was probably like one and a half times the normal depth of a couch That's and i was Fucking! I, I wanted to lay there forever, yeah. and it was long as hell, so I could stretch out. Oh right. my god! Yeah. You know what? Though? It felt like a very luxurious. If it was cat. Upon, I would really get rid of my bed. Yeah, 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 yeah. My bed space. Yeah, yeah. But it's—I mean, like you bring it home a partner or something. Yeah, yeah. presumably. Yeah, I don't true. think I ever will again. So whatever. But the—I'm yeah. uh, gonna celibacy say pat. it's yeah. This is celibacy pad. This oh, new boy. era. So um, the. Uh, I think I we made hats that just said celibacy in them mm-hmm. on them, like in plain text. They'd sell really well right now. Yeah, why not? Because ironic and people who are full on in it. Fuck it. Fuck it. Either yeah. person can wear it as long I'm as they're paying it. us. Money is money. Um, I uh, don't like a deep couch because uh, I feel like then when I actually want to sit on sit the on thing, it. it's pretty irritating, you know? Okay. Like Lily Tomlin sitting in yes, like a big chair. Yes, yes, exactly. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. The it, legs dangling is not a great yeah. feeling. Yeah. But if you have the right pillow situation, you can That's make true. that work. So great questions about pillows. Uh, we love you all. <laughs> have a great night. Thanks, everybody. Thanks, everybody.